Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, another place in free, ladies and gentlemen, and the Moody Blues and Ray Thomas with Ride My Seesaw, and we're riding the seesaw all the way to Tampa, folks, as it is episode 232 of Raw Radio for Monday, March the 9th, 2020, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the pre-WrestleMania edition, ladies and gentlemen, of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, and joining me from Front Row, Virginia, where not far from his neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, Monday Night Raw will be coming in his hometown tonight, Ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. John Gross, as we say good afternoon to you, John. Good to be here. 
Indeed. Thank you very much there. one 605 Caller ID one three ten four four pound on what is a super stupendous, sunny, gorgeous, summer, spring-like day, ladies and gentlemen, here. How are all over the country, wherever you're at? Hopefully the weather is staying safe where you're at. How are it? It's a beautiful day here in Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful day, I'm sure, in Front Royal. Folks, we have a lot to talk about this afternoon, including what was a very ugly Elimination Chamber show last night, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we'll preview Monday Night Raw for you and get you also set up for WrestleMania, which is coming up, ladies and gentlemen, is in four weeks' time. But, John, as we start the show today, however, we saw what happened last night in Philadelphia. It was not that great of a show, and the fans definitely let everyone know what happened in Philadelphia. Let's get your spin and early take, out or what went down in Philadelphia last night. I'll just save it for, for my uh, review later. Okay, no problem. That's fine. That's fine. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, however, at 11 p.m., be sure to check out the Chris Peep Show with a Z. Join myself, the Woken Jake Hudson, DJ from FLA, Arcane, ladies and gentlemen, TJ Banks, Kelly Matthews, ladies and gentlemen, Danny, our good friend, the Sacramento Slugger from Oak Park, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Chris Peeps with a Z, and the rest of his friends, including Gabby and Rena, ladies and gentlemen, as well as some other people as well. But also tonight, John will have a lot to talk about on his Facebook page at 11 p.m. Of course, he'll go over, of course, what happened in the Elimination Chamber, plus a look back at Monday Night Raw, which is going to be in his neck of the woods tonight. Of course, Monday Night Raw next Monday will be coming to my hometown, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Tickets are still on sale for that show. It'll be 316 day a week from Monday. We understand that The Taker and Stone Cold Steve Austin will be at the show, we understand, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time together in a long time. But folks, with WrestleMania four weeks away, we can only tell you it was not that great of a show, and of course we'll talk more about that here in just a few moments. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it was an interesting week five of the XFL season. We'll talk more about that this afternoon. Plus, we'll have some other things to discuss and give you an early preview of WrestleMania and everything like that. But in the meantime, right now, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John Howard. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, of course, tonight, of course, you can check out John Gross's uh, Rant and Rave Howard every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, on John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated and also on John Gross at Facebook.com. G-R-O-H-S is teaching one of me, ladies and gentlemen. He will have a lot to talk about here on both those pages this week, Howard, and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, for the State of the Union Address. Also, tomorrow night, be sure to check out our Two for Tuesdays. We're back with Wrestling Revisited after uh, being preempted last week, Howard. We'll be back in our normal time slot at 7 p.m., 139926-pound. Tomorrow night, John Gerard T. Smith and myself will be there. Of course, we'll be expecting from him today, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindart, the Rouse, Nick, and Al Patel, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, the Empress, Sam Maria, Kambach, the Jamie, Alex, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, the Rush, Ronda, Rush, Wright, and the host of Mary Moore will be joining us here this afternoon. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 o'clock, we'll talk about what happened with the Elimination Chamber tomorrow night on Revolution. one three eight zero five five pounds John will have the birthdays and dates, and of course, GTS and I will have your news headlines. But right now, John's going to give us the birthdays and dates, Howard, starting from this past weekend. It was a very special day for him, Howard, turning 21 this past week, folks. So let's go to him right now as the birthday boy has a lot to say on the birthdays and dates in history. And when we come back, folks, we're going to break down for you our Elimination Chamber thoughts. Was it good? Was it worth watching? We'll let you know here in just a few. Hey, J.D., I'm on the road right now. Oh, you are? Uh, yeah. But I'll do it at Starbucks. So. Well, I'll just stall for time, buddy. So you have no birthdays and dates to report right now? Not yet. But I'll, I'll get out on the road. Get out the road. Okay. Seven well, I can Well... I can report some birthdays if you want me to talk about them while you're uh, getting prepared, though, real quick, Howard. Uh, you want me to do that or you want to wait? I want to wait. 
Okay. While we're waiting for John to give us the birthdays and dates, we can uh, discuss a little bit about Week 5 of the XFL season. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a very interesting night of a- interesting night of action, let's just say, in the XFL, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tell you about Woo! it right now as we are patiently waiting for John to give us his report on birthdays and dates, so please bear with us. Here are the uh, reports right now, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as the XFL goes. Of course, here is what... We've got so far, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just, however... I'm just taking a trash now, baby. No problem. Take your time, son. In the uh, trash the <laughs> Yes. Last week, of course, the XFL did these numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Los Angeles and New York in New York did 12,116 fans. Seattle and St. Louis did 27,527. Houston and Dallas did 18,332. However, Texas and in Tampa Bay, ladies and gentlemen... The home of uh, WrestleMania 36, 12,249 showed up to see D.C. and Tampa play one another. That being said, a total of 70,224 fans showed up. Unlike the week before, where 81,942 did the number, here are the numbers there. Houston and Tampa did 18,117 in Tampa's home opener. Dallas and Seattle and Seattle's home opener did 22,060. Actually, for the second week in a row, pardon me. New York and St. Louis and St. Louis's home opener, however, ladies and gentlemen, did 29,554. And the lowest crowd of the week was D.C. and L.A., however, despite D.C. not playing a great game out in L.A., however, the Wildcats, however, did 12,211. Now, here is this week's game. 64,246 total showed up at the games. Here are the final numbers officially. Seattle and Houston had the best crowd of the week with 19,773. However, that's why Houston went and improved their record to 5-0. and New York and Dallas played one another. New York handed Dallas a big major blow as they crushed the Renegade Tower 30-12, to however. St. Louis and D.C. John, your boys, however, did 16,342. So a pretty good crowd yesterday at Audi Field for the D.C. defenders, despite the defenders losing another tough one. And then the toughest one of the night. And what was a wild shootout, however, the Tampa Bay Vipers took on the Wildcats. 12,180 showed up, however. Despite the Vipers almost pulling off the win, they came up short 41-34 in that game. So, folks, those are your numbers the last three weeks as far as the XFL. Wow, I'm shocked at the crowd reaction. Yeah, I am too. I mean, you think about the first. I mean, so far, how here is how it breaks down by each team so far. Dallas in the games they've had so far, they've had a total of fifty-one thousand four eighty-eight, averaging out to seventeen one sixty-three a game. That's not too bad. New York twenty-nine seven fifty-fourteen eight seventy-five. However, is averaging their number. Houston. 54-691, 18-230 a game right now. At the moment, they are not doing too bad themselves either. Meanwhile, D.C., however, 48 16-179. So D.C. guys are definitely coming out to see the game, however, in D.C. And by the way, we want to thank D.C. 101 of the boys today, however, as we are live here from the Capitol Horn Arena, just outside of John's neck of the woods in the nation's capital, broadcasting raw radio here, ladies and gentlemen, as we are here in the nation's capital to decide tonight's show. Seattle, 51-232, They are in second place right now in the league with attendance, believe it or not. L.A., 39-371, 13-124. They are in last place as far as attendance go. Tampa Bay, 33-36, 15-183. But the leader in the clubhouse is St. Louis with 57-080, 28-540. So far, Seattle has averaged out to almost 29,000 a game, and they're actually beating right. Seattle when it comes to attendance. So there you go. Those are our figures right now in the attendance figures. So, John, let's get your thoughts real quickly about the attendance figures of each team individually, including your boys there playing pretty good so far as far as home base goes, but we'll see what happens later on this week. Good attendance, I would say. 
Yeah, I would say it is good. St. Louis definitely looking very good right now. Seattle not far behind, of course. We'll talk more about that here, of course. As you know, those are the leaders right now in the clubhouse right now. But here are the games you will see this week, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Houston and New York playing each other at 2 p.m. this Saturday in New York. St. Louis and Tampa will be playing at 5 p.m. on FS2. 4 o'clock. This is going to be a good one, so I'm going to like this one. The Dallas Renegades come into D.C. for a 4 p.m. game against your boys. And at 7 o'clock, folks, ladies and gentlemen, L.A. and Seattle will be playing in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen, on ESPN2. So those are your um, stories right now. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, of what's going on as far as the XFL. But again, some big games this week, including Houston and New York at 2 p.m. The Roughnecks, however, have been roughing up, rough everyone in their wake, including Seattle. Of course, they're taking their undefeated mark to the Big Apple this week with a big test against the Guardians. The Battlehawks and the Vipers, of course, will be battling in Tampa this Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. at Raymond James Stadium. That will be on ESPN2. Dallas and D.C., of course, we know them as the Cowboys and the Redskins, but this week, however, will be the Renegades and the Defenders at 4 p.m. at Audi Field. That will be on FS1, ladies and gentlemen. And at 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on ESPN2 this Saturday or Sunday evening, it will be L.A. and Seattle to wrap up Week 6 of the XFL season. So those are the games right now you will see coming up this week and the figures we've had for you for the last two weeks. But now we're going to go to John, who has our birthdays and dates, ladies and gentlemen, as far as what's going on and tell us what's happening. So, John, by all means, let's hear what you have to say as far as what we got planned this week. All right. Well. What I've got planned for this week. Tonight, it's going to be my live show. Yes. And same thing we'll have it on Wednesday for my NXT AEW live show. Yes, indeed. You do not want to miss that, folks. That is definitely one show that I can recommend highly. It is definitely a show that is definitely very exciting. You are definitely in for a treat every week. And John will have a lot to talk about, including the Chamber, Week 5 of the XFL season, I'm sure, a little bit, and some other sports news and other uh, goodies, Howard, tonight, Howard, and give you an early preview of WrestleMania, and also a little bit of news about the Hall of Fame, which this week we want to congratulate JBL, John Bradshaw, Layfield, to being put into the Hall of Fame. We understand another one will be announced possibly yes, this Michael. coming. Yes, I'm Thursday. in the Hall of Fame, Michael. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, let's go to birthdays and dates right yeah. now. I was a client earlier, but now I'm now now that I'm out of the road, I'm now ramped up. There you go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, fifty-three years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, NWA International. NWA International Heavyweight Champion, Giant Baba, and WWWE Champion, Bruno San Martino, fight to a one-hour time limit draw and a best-of-three-falls match with each man winning one fall each. Huh. 21 years ago today, Kurt Angle made his WWE television debut during a segment on Saturday night, Sunday night heat, with Tiger Alley Singh. He was offered to blow yeah. 500 on the American flag, but instead he blows his nose on the Indian flag instead. Then he suplexes yeah. Singh twice. It would be his lone TV appearance until his Vignette premiered late in the year. Yes. Yeah. Ten years ago today, Mex- Mexican promotion AAA announces a talent with Agreement with TNA. Yes. What's up, man? 
How much? All right. All right. Nine years ago today, TMZ reports that Nicole Snooky Pelosi would be a guest host on the March 14, 2011, Monday Night Raw. Seven years ago today, Eric Krinkowski, the senior vice president of creative and development, had been fired from WWE. He took over the position held by Brian Gerwitz in October 2012. And to be quite honest with you, I think Brian Gerwitz deserves a lot of credit for the ruthless aggression era. Oh, no question. And there is a special, we understand, the final part of that Ruthless Aggression Era will air, I believe, later tonight on the network, believe it or not. And by the way, before we get into anything more about the network, John, I asked you this earlier, did you finally get a chance to watch the end of that FCW show? No. It was pretty good. you got to check it out. They... I watched the pieces of it. It was good. You gotta definitely check out the whole thing. I mean, they interviewed Charlotte Flair, Roman, Drew McIntyre, Heath Slater, Natalia, uh, Roman. Uh, they only interviewed Roman, Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks. Uh, certainly, however, uh, some very interesting piece. Steve Kern, Tyus O'Neill. I mean, some very interesting piece. And of course, FCW folks was Florida Championship Wrestling owned by one of the fabulous ones at one time, the legendary Steve Kern. Also, Nikki yeah. Bell were in that special too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got some big things to talk about four years ago today. Got some three of them right here. Hulk Hogan, a.k.a. Terry Malaya, and Gawker Media went to court. Also, WWE announced that WrestleMania 33 would take place on April 2, 2017 at the Citrus Bowl in Orlando. And also on that same day, the big boss man, Big Bubba Rogers, Ray Trailer, whatever you want to call him, the guardian angel, was posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Certainly, yes. Yep. All right. Happy 23rd birthday to the first ever WWE United Kingdom champion, Tyler Bate. Who had that great match as we know in Blackpool earlier this year. And I love you has a birthday as well. Yes, Bruce Pritchard, 57. Also, Tyling Buck, former WCW wrestler known as Major Gun. Also, happy, yes, happy 70th birthday to former Pittsburgh Steeler Franco Harris. Happy 60th birthday to tennis great Yvonne Lendl and Joe Carter, formerly of the Toronto Blue Jays and the Cleveland Indians. Happy 21st birthday to our own human suplex machine, John Gross. <laughs> and yes, yes, today, no, ladies I'm and gentlemen, how is the 68th birthday? 29, I know. And happy 68th birthday to former Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver and USC Trojan great and ballerina legend Lynn Swan, ladies and gentlemen, who was Super Bowl Ten MVP, who did not actually was not supposed to play after getting concussed a few weeks before in the AFC title game against the Oakland Raiders, but did play and was yeah. Super Bowl Ten MVP. Now, before we go to Sunday, John, I do have some breaking news just coming in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh. If all you Dynamite fans, you want to listen into this. Wednesday night, May the 13th, live from Albuquerque, New Mexico, at the Santa Ana Star Center in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, folks. Dynamite is coming to you. Yes, folks, Albuquerque, get ready. We are coming to you Wednesday night, May the 13th, and tickets go on sale, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday morning at 10 a.m. That's right, 10 o'clock this Friday, folks. 
Meet your favorite superstars, Howard, and meet and greet, however, believe it or not, at 4 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, Howard, with showtime set at 5, ladies and gentlemen, at the Rio Rancho Center on the 13th, as you can meet your favorite superstars, including the Death Triangle, the Mox, John Moxley, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, Hangman, the Bucks, Fenix, the Bastard Pock, Britt Baker, Riho, Nyla Rose, Chris Statlander, ladies and gentlemen, Excalibur, the Lucha Express, ladies and gentlemen, however, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny, MJF, Cody Rhodes, Warlow, possibly some other big names, including Vance Archer, and maybe also, believe it or not, the debut, possibly around that time, maybe you never know, of Matt Hardy and Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper. But that's right, folks. Dynamite comes to you live Monday, May, excuse me, Wednesday, May 13th. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 13th, ladies and gentlemen, at 10 in the morning in Albuquerque. So get ready as AEW comes to you live from New Mexico on the 13th. Yep. 37 years ago today now in town, Pennsylvania. The Wild Samoans defeated Chief J and Jill Strong, though, to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Nice. Uh, 24 years ago today, ECW presented Big Ass Extreme Bash Night 1 from the Lost Fallon Hall in Queens, New York. This show featured toward the uh, debut I mean, actually, the second-to-last show of Mick Foley's ECW career. Okay, 21 years ago today on Nitro from Worcester, Massachusetts, Goldberg and Ric Flair fought to a no contest. But that's not why the show's remembered. Its infamy stands from the first from the show air no matches at all for the entire first hour. It was an idea born from then WCW Booker and briefly its world champion, Kevin Nash. Huh. Yeah. So the show did a 4.4 rating, but Raw is War, 6.4 rating for them. All right. Fifteen years ago today, we said goodbye to John Cena's custom spinner United States Championship belt. And truthfully, I agreed with it. I agree, too. Yes. Yep. Uh, ten years ago today, TNA presented Impact from Universal Orlando. The show had Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in the ring for the first time. But despite the all-in effort from TNA, it still got beat by Raw. Yeah. But we had the debut of Rob Van Dam. He beat Sting in just 10 seconds. Also on that same day, speaking of, on Raw from Portland, Oregon, Vince McMahon defeated John Cena in a no-disqualification match. As of this writing, this is the last time that old fart has won a match. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very true. Good point. Yeah. Uh, eight years ago today, Shelton Benjamin works a dark match prior to a SmackDown taping in Houston, Texas. Yes. Also on that same day, WWE presented the first episode of NXT Redemption. Right. Um, let's see, what else? What else? That was nine years ago. Okay. Oh, 
Okay, let's go to eight years ago today. Eric Young in ODB defeated Gail Kim and Madison Rain to win the TNA Knockout Tag Team Championship. They'd be the last team to hold the titles when the titles are vacated and deactivated about 15 months later. All right. Happy 34th birthday to former SmackDown Tag Team Champion. Used to call him Chad Gable, but Shorty G. Yes. And uh, I do have some others. Mm-hmm. Happy 41st birthday to NWA Power and former WWE diva Melina Perez. Happy 49th birthday to Tiger Ali Singh. Happy 67th birthday to former Boston Red Sox superstar Jim Rice. Happy 50th birthday to former Denver Broncos kicker Jason Elam. Now, before we get to Monday, I do have another story that just broke in, and I must oh, have ESP oh, or something because I was talking about this. What's that? JD. I also forgot yes. one history note to mention. It was three years Please ago today that we lost the outlaw run back. Yes. Very unique wrestler back in the old Mid-Atlantic Territory is Black Whip Betsy, if you remember. A very, very good wrestler in the Florida Territory as well as Mid-Atlantic in the early, late 70s, early 80s. Indeed, Ron Bass, a very tough hombre, as we all know. He had that handlebar mustache and the cowboy hat. A very tough guy like Black Jack Mulligan, indeed. I must have ESP or something, because I was telling MLD this earlier today about some of the cities of dynamite hitting, folks. But, folks, we have another location where you can catch dynamite action. John, you're going to love hearing this announcement. Wednesday night, folks, mark this on your calendar right now. Wednesday night, May the 6th, New Orleans. Yes, folks, the Big Easy, the French Quarter, Bourbon Street. Get ready. Dynamite is coming to you at the University of New Orleans Lakefront Arena near the Superdome. Yes, folks, good old JR, the Bucks, the Hangman and Omega, the Champion, the Mox, Cody, Britt, Brandy, the rest of the gang, folks, are coming to you live Wednesday night. May the 6th, live from New Orleans, ladies and gentlemen, and tickets go on sale this Friday morning. That's this Friday, folks, at 11 a.m. high noon Eastern time, folks, as Dynamite will be coming to you live Wednesday night, May the 6th, ladies and gentlemen, just a few weeks before Double or Nothing, as we already got two more shows confirmed for the first few weeks of May, as New Mexico is one of the first cities in Albuquerque. But now, folks, you can add the one the week before that, folks, right after we hit Houston. We're going to be heading down to New Orleans, ladies and gentlemen, from Po' Boys to Shrimp Power Bayonets, to also Malaya, ladies and gentlemen, and to also... Caught fresh hot coffee, ladies and gentlemen, and jazz music. We're going to be blowing all throughout the quarter, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a fun night. Wednesday night, May the 6th, the University of New Orleans Lakefront Arena. Tickets again will go on sale, just like the New Mexico show in Albuquerque this Friday morning. You definitely want to get your tickets now for both of these shows before they're sold out. But, John, two more cities of dynamite. How I told Michelle earlier today that AEW's got to hit cities like New Mexico, like Phoenix and Albuquerque and Portland, Seattle, New Orleans. Well, guess what? We now can say Albuquerque and New Orleans have gone a little AEW elite as they are going to be joining our stable, Howard, throughout the next couple months. And, boy, oh, boy, we're filling updates quickly here over the next few months with dynamite action in a lot of big cities, including Houston, St. Louis, Philadelphia, Boston, D.C. returns to action, ladies and gentlemen. Salt Lake City this week, Rochester, New York, and Newark, New Jersey. All right. And join us. 
And joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, on the line, he's with us today, Howard, early on, ladies and gentlemen. We want to welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to Monday's birthdays and dates, the one and only heartbreak kid, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to episode 232. My friend, how are you today? Okay, I guess. Well, we were just talking about uh, some of the dates that AEW is going to be hitting up during the month of May, including New Orleans and Albuquerque, New Mexico. Tickets, of course, going on sale for both of those shows coming up this Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to tell you about some other dates where you can check out all the other action coming up right now while John's going into uh, today's birthdays and dates. John, go ahead. I will look and see if we have any more dates located, but right now we can tell you we already have a couple of the dates filled up power already as far as Albuquerque and New Orleans go. So, John, by all means, go right ahead. All right. 29 years ago today on WCW Power Hour from Montgomery, Alabama, the Steiner Brothers defeated the fabulous Treebirds to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. 24 years ago today, ECW presented Big Ass Extreme Bash Night 2 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This was Mick Foley's last match as he defeated Mikey Whiprack. Yes. Uh, 19 years ago today, ECW officially canceled Living Dangerously 2001, just two days before the show was set to take place. Uh, Fourteen years ago today, WWE released their entire SmackDown Junior division. And I think that was a good call for them. Yes, indeed, I agree. Twelve years ago today, TNA presented Destination X from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, Eleven years ago today on Raw from Jacksonville, Florida, JBL defeated CM Punk to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Eight years ago today, Jerry Lynn announced that he intends to retire at the end of the year. Last we heard, I think he's working as an agent now or a coach in AEW. He was in yeah. Impact for a while, I remember. Mm-hmm. Six years ago today, TNA presented Lockdown from the Bank United Center in Miami, Florida. In a throwback to Lockdown's past, every match on the show was contested in a steel cage. Uh, let's see, what else? Five years ago today, WWE announced via press release that superfan Connor McCulloch would posthumously receive the Warrior Award at WrestleMania 31. Who's that? Connor McCulloch. Oh, yes, Connor the Crusher, yes, yes. Yes, and yes, as you said, happy 41st birthday, to Melina Perez. And also, happy 50th birthday to my father as well. Yes, happy birthday to your father, indeed. Happy birthday to him. Yep. And, uh, got any birthdays, Shady? Yes, happy 59th... Yes, the Russian Nightmare, 61. And happy 59th birthday to the brother of the... uh, 
Big Papa Pump, who, by the way, is getting better after a serious health scare over the last week. Uh, Scotty Steiner, however, ladies and gentlemen, our thoughts in person with Big Papa Pump as he is recovering from a very serious health ordeal that happened the other night after Impact. However, ladies and gentlemen, uh, taping, we understand, I believe, in Atlanta. Happy 59th birthday to the brother of Scotty Steiner, the dog-faced gremlin himself, the man who began in the UWF Bill Watts territory back in the 80s and who was a member of Mad Dog Bud Sawyer's stable, the one and only Rick Steiner. He is 59 years old today, so happy birthday to him. And I wow. think that's all we got for... I think that's all we got. Did we got anything else, John? That's it. All right, thank you very much. Let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three eight seven four four pound This is episode 232 from Monday, March the 9th. The heartbreak hit along with the human suplex machine and myself here. We are expecting more this afternoon, including the king, queen of madness, GTS and MLB, ladies and gentlemen, Smith and Michelle Lindodd, Mr. W. himself, Chad Hinshaw, the JML experience, the big IQ, Jeff Tears, the Russ Ron, the Russ Wright, uh, of course, and, of course, so many more people. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, Dynamite this week will be coming to you live, right ladies and gentlemen, from the Maverick Center. Okay, John, no problem. From the Maverick Center in West Valley Center, Utah City, Utah, just outside of Salt Lake City this coming Wednesday. Tickets are still on sale for that show. Next week, we're going to be at the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York, ladies and gentlemen. And coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be coming to you live from the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, for Blood and Guts, ladies and gentlemen, AEW's War Games, the match beyond, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are still almost just about sold out for that show in Newark, but if you're looking for tickets in Rochester and Newark, Howard, you definitely get your tickets sometime this week. If not, you're going to be shut out, Howard, and you'll be denied that opportunity. But in April, here's where we're going to be hitting dynamite in more ways than one. Milwaukee, St. Louis, Boston, Philly, and yes, Houston. And of course, we already announced the two new locations that we're going to be hitting up in the first few weeks of May, including New Orleans and Albuquerque. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand Dynamite will be doing a double shot in Las Vegas. Yes, folks, we're going to tell you this right now for you fans in the Vegas area. Get ready, May 23rd, Double or Nothing 2 Electric Boogaloo will be coming to you live there for an exciting pay-per-view. And then four nights later, ladies and gentlemen, get ready, Howard. If you can't make it to Double or Nothing, Howard, but if you're looking to uh, make it to Double or Nothing and also want to see Dynamite, fear not, folks, Howard. We're going to be there for a second time, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday night, May 27th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Tickets are just about sold out for both of those shows in Vegas right now. I would get your tickets soon because if you don't, you're going to be out of luck, however. That being said, folks, right now we got a busy three months coming up, Howard, starting up uh, this week. Of course, we started last week in Denver. We're going to continue it on this week by heading even west of uh, from Denver, this time into Salt Lake City. Then we head back east, however, for a couple weeks, however, into uh, Rochester, Newark. And then we head out to the Midwest for a few weeks before we head yeah. back east one more time, however, and then to the southwest portion of the schedule to end out April. But, folks, we got a lot of exciting cities that are going to be exciting to see Dynamite again, including Boston and Philadelphia. Houston is looking forward to seeing us for the first time. New Orleans, Albuquerque, Vegas is looking to have us back again. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Dynamite in these new cities of Milwaukee and St. Louis, it's going to be fun to be in those cities coming up in early April. Folks, we're going to be exploding all over the place here as the summer is just around the corner and spring is going on as we speak. So, folks, get your tickets now for all these big events and all these venues. However, if you want to see the greatest action in wrestling today, and that is all elite wrestling. You will not be disappointed whatsoever. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, before we get on with our... Hold on a second. I have something in my mouth. I got something in my mouth there. Okay, I got it. Just a piece of food. I got it. Anyway, folks, before we get into talking about the Elimination Chamber, ladies and gentlemen, we want to send hello, our hellos to the Hot Pals, ladies and gentlemen, to the girls down there and the guys down there, including Casey, Kelly, Jen, 
Missy, ladies and gentlemen, Dayton and company, how are along with Nikki? We like to say hello to you all. How are I hope you're doing real well. And hey. Kelly, we hope you're all doing well this afternoon. And Missy, we hope your daughter did very well this week. How are at the tournament out there in California? Uh, her team, the Lady Red Flash of St. Francis PA, were playing in a big tournament out there. Hopefully they did very well. And to our Barfly regulars, always listen to us every Monday here on TalkShoe, ladies and gentlemen, and every day here on the TalkShoe Radio Network, including Pat, Jason, Brian, Brad, Matt, and the company, Dwayne, Maureen, Dave, and company, how are along with the rest of the game? Billy, we'd like to say hello to all of you guys as well, and hope you're doing real well, including Chuck as well. So hello to you guys as well. That being said, folks, let's get into the Elimination Chamber now, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we're going to discuss it here and now. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I don't mean to cut it short, but uh, I'll give my raw rankings in the main event tonight. Please, I'll give my um, uh, opinion tomorrow night for my for the elimination chamber. Okay, um, John, if you could hold on a second, uh, just uh, can you find a way to mute uh, yourself for just a minute, John? John. Okay, I think he's. I, I don't know. But we'll I'll hear from him in just a minute. Uh, everything okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just not myself right now. Okay, uh, well, we already know that Randy Orton and Edge are going to be on the show. So, yeah, real quick, uh, you're going to give us your rating real quick. Uh, by all means, go ahead, Howard. And, uh, yeah. I thought you could stay because uh, Chad will be on here in about a half hour or so. Uh, 1.2. Probably right. the main event probably be Edge. In Orton. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, that's fine. All right. Uh, that's fine. No problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will definitely uh, be looking forward to talking to you at some point. So, uh, by all means, uh, okay. go right ahead. Uh, like I said, yeah. we'll let you head on out of here, however, a little early. Go okay. ahead. And yeah. uh, we'll catch up with you on the flip side. Okay. Then I'll right, see you. Apparently, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had a minor uh, thing to deal with here, ladies and gentlemen, and that's understandable. Uh, John is returning to the line here in just a few minutes here, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, the heartbreak is now leaving us here, ladies and gentlemen, a little early. However, apparently he is kind of uh, upset about something, what we don't know. We're not going to get into right now and not assume it, but all we can say is our thoughts and prayers are with him, and hopefully he'll be back with us uh, tomorrow night and next week here on Raw Radio. That being said, of course, we will uh, be talking to him later in the week. Uh, John, are you back with us? Okay, John is still uh, currently... Yeah, I'm still here. Getting hit. Oh, okay, you're here? Okay, good. Uh, apparently, I just said, I don't know if you heard me, John, or not. Apparently, Fonzie had to leave us a little early. Fonzie was not feeling in the best of moods today. I don't know what was going on. I'm not going to get at liberty to discuss what it was all about. How I mean, it's maybe just a minor thing. I mean, hopefully he'll be all right. But uh, we will be talking to him, of course, later in the week, but he'll be back with us next week on our radio. So Fonzie, unfortunately, had to leave us a little early today. That's understandable. And, of course, we will try catching up with him sometime later this evening or sometime later on this week. Um, that being said, we're going to talk a little bit about now what happened, ladies and gentlemen, as far as what went down, uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, at the Elimination Chamber. Uh, John, you said you were going to discuss this, Howard, as we were getting uh, to come on. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, before, 
Okay. Before we break down the matches individually, let's get your early assessment of this uh, elimination uh, chamber by any means. Uh, go right ahead with your uh, thoughts, however, about uh, this show. It was pretty much a bad, uh, okay show. Could have been better. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with you. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. A lot of people still not very, uh, like I said, are not very impressed with what they saw. Uh, some people had very mixed emotions about the show. Uh, I was one of them. I uh, did not think going into the show it was going to be all that great. And in the end, I kind of was pretty much right on the money with that. Uh, one thing I will say, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did hear this news earlier this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, we understand actor Max von Sandow, who, of course, appeared in such movies such as The Exorcist, ladies and gentlemen, as well as other movies, too, including Howard, the greatest story ever told, ladies and gentlemen, and also in the movie Hannah and Your Sisters, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, in, from Woody Allen, 1991, Howard, who was born in 1929 in the Swedish city of Landauer, passed away this morning at the age of 90, Howard, in Copenhagen, Denmark. Our thoughts and prayers are worth Vincent Swanson's house, friends and family. Of course, he also appeared in the movie Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close with Tom Hanks in 2002. Also, ladies and gentlemen, he appeared in other movies, including... Wild Strawberries, The Seventh Seal, and Shame. He also, believe it or not, appeared as the evil Emperor Ming the Merciless, if you remember that movie from uh, Flash Gordon 1980. However, starting now, uh, Sam Jones, ladies and gentlemen, who, of course, Sam Jones, appeared in the movie Ted, Ted 1 and 2, with uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg and Seth MacFarlane. But uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Watson Dow's uh, friends and family today. Again, Max, Max, excuse me, I said it wrong. Max von Sindow, ladies and gentlemen, Passing away again earlier this morning, now at the age of 90, in Copenhagen, Denmark. He was 90 years old. And again, our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family today. Uh, anyway, that being said, folks, let's get into uh, the Elimination Chamber breakdown, ladies and gentlemen, and give you our thoughts here. And as we said, folks, we have a lot to talk about, so let's break down the uh, show individually. A lot of people are not very impressed with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, with that said, Howard, let's begin by talking about what happened on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, was a pre-show warm-up match. Of course, a lot of people were surprised that this was actually even on the show itself. Uh, John, let's get your thoughts. The Viking Raiders started off the show. Eric and Ivar, if you will, Hanson and Rowe, whatever you want to call them, I-K-N-A-R, defeating the Edgeheads, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins here in five minutes to start the show. Your thoughts about the opening match, which was a preempted match that not many people saw coming here to start the Elimination Chamber? Uh, I was surprised. I would agree with you there. I would agree with you there. Very interesting developments there, no question about it. I was really surprised myself even that they would have this match too. A lot of people were not very happy about the outcome. A lot of people were very surprised, like I said, that uh, really uh, actually uh, had this match. I mean, I did not think this was going to be a match we would actually see on the show, believe it or not, but uh, we're forced to see nevertheless. Very interesting developments there. Thank you very much, John. Up next, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was a very interesting match to start out the show. Hometown hero uh, Drew Pepperjack Gulak, if you will, taking on Daniel Bryan. The story here, however, was that Daniel Bryan, of course, was looking to show uh, Mr. Uh, Gulak he had a few tricks up his sleeve, despite the fact, however, that Gulak at one point said, however, he didn't have anything in the tank. Uh, there was a couple scary spots, including the neck throw, however, by German release, uh, German, however, if you will, 
uh, believe it or not, however, with what went down, however, involving Daniel Bryan, uh, John. That being said, this match almost uh, ended early, however, because of what went down with the uh, interesting neck matter. But let's get your uh, thoughts about what went down in this match and of the supposed neck throw, however, that did take place however, in this match. And it was, an aw- it was an awesome match, I will say. On the better match of the night. <clears throat> I would agree with you there about being one of the better matches. Hold on I would say, no problem. I would say, folks, uh, if you did not see this match and the match that I'm talking about, the incident that I that did happen, folks, I will say it was pretty scary. That did ha- that ma- that spot did happen, folks. There was a lot of people talking about that spot. Of course, a lot of people said what happened. How is that MJ or not? I almost said the wrong person. That Drew Gulak did throw Daniel Bryan a little too hard. How a lot of people were really surprised about that whole ordeal. A lot of people thought, mind you, that was somebody wore a King Corbin shirt. Starbucks, and I, I just had to dress oh, it down. There you go. Well, like I said, folks, there was a lot of people talking about what went down. Uh, like I said, a lot of people were very uh, unsure if Daniel Bryan would get up after suffering that uh, throw by Gulak. And in fact, when Gulak threw him, a lot of people that thought that Daniel Bryan broke his neck again and was possibly hurt very badly. In fact, the referee told uh, I believe it was Gulak at one point to stop the match, however, and uh, basically back off for a few minutes, however, until he wanted to see if uh, Daniel Bryan was okay. And I will say that was very scary. I mean, that was very, very scary what happened, however. Uh, but at the end of the day, however, uh, thankfully he was okay. Uh, nothing too severe, but I imagine he was pretty sore with that neck injury after the match was over. But overall, a very interesting, uh, like I said, matter that did occur. Involving, like I said, these two. But I'm uh, sorry, Janie. Not the master. Bad mouthing this Corbin fan. Yeah, if I saw the Corbin fan, I'd be saying the same things too, John. You're not the only one. But that's okay. Uh, nevertheless, I would agree with you about the match. How it was very interesting that this was one of the better matches of the night. But it is what it is. So yeah, we had a lot to say involving this match. How, if you ask me. So there you go. Uh, up next, a very interesting match here, mind you, and this was a good one, I, I would have to agree, however, uh, that you talked about earlier, John, however, this was a very interesting one. It was Andrade seeing Almas Howard taking on Humberto Carrillo. Once again, Humberto coming up on the short end of the stick, however, as Andrade with Selena somehow, someway got a cheap win. And the question is, when is Andrade going to lose this U.S. title? I don't really know, but uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But right now, it seems like for the time being, Andrade continues to be the man holding that U.S. title. Your thoughts about Andrade and Carrillo? Yeah, it was an okay match. I would agree, but you know, I... I sorry about that. I would agree with you, I would bye agree bye you there. Bye-bye, Corbin uh, fan. Uh, I would agree with you there. There, leaving. Uh, I would agree with you there. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Uh, but as far as the match goes, I wouldn't say it was a bad match. I agree with you. Uh, I really wasn't too keen on this match for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I think it's just because I've seen this match too many times. I mean, I've talked my piece about uh, uh, Andrade before. I mean, I don't know why he continues to hold on to that U.S. title. I think it's ridiculous at this moment that he's holding on to that title. If you ask me, I really think it's just absolutely asinine that he would hold on to this uh, for the longest time. I don't know why. He didn't uh, really lose the uh, title, let's just say, basically uh, a while back, however, and when uh, he had a chance to lose it, however, after being suspended for 30 days for violating the wellness policy. The question is, how where does he go from here? I don't really know. 
I would imagine how at some point you're going to see this feud come to an end. At least I think this was the end of the feud, however, between these two. But I wouldn't be surprised if this continues tomorrow night or maybe even tonight, okay. ladies and gentlemen. I almost said tomorrow night. I meant to say tonight on Smack, on Monday Night Raw and going into Mania, but we'll have to wait and see. Overall, this crowd was really not receptive to the match, however, and really not receptive pretty much the entire night except for a few brief points here and there, and we'll talk more about that as we continue on here. But uh, that being said, folks, that was the second match of the evening, third match overall. Up next, John, was one of the better matches of the evening, the six-pack uh, elimination match for uh, the SmackDown titles. Uh, Miz and Morrison still are your champions, but we saw some crazy spots, including Otis going through the uh, door and uh, one of the Lucha guys doing an amazing uh, jungle gym type flip, however, hanging upside down like Spider-Man and just coming down on a shooting star press type move. Your thoughts about this match? To me, this was the match of the night, I feel. Oh, yes, it was the match of the night. I mean, you had it all. Otis's fall from the cage. Yep. Otis's fall from the cage. I mean, from the... That's never happened like that in all the Elimination Chamber matches. We've no, seen. I mean he was like I've going like he was like Goldberg going full speed ahead, and he just uh, Ziggler sidestepped him, and, and when, Otis just went plow went in the cage, and then you know one of the guys doing upside down jungle gym flip. I mean that was crazy, that was insane. Went, you know, and he went like, yep, that was just yeah, he went right through, no doubt. It was crazy. I would agree. I would yeah. agree with you there, but now. Uh, uh, that whole up next, ball, of course. That whole thing with, yes. with uh, Dorado or Mentally going in that chamber. Yes. And here I say you bashed him a lot, but damn it, that, damn it, that was awesome. Yes, no, I would agree. I would agree. It was, it was very interesting to see what awesome happened. No awesome In my eyes, even though tag team wrestling, we did, although we've been talking bad about the tag team division lately, this one stole the show. Yeah, this to me, well, I agree. This this was one of the better matches of the night. This definitely stole the show. I would agree. This was definitely one of the show stealing matches of the night. I would agree. Please book no more tag team elimination chamber matches like that. Like that. I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about. It. Very good point indeed. Very good point indeed, John. I would agree there. Up next, a very unique match. How that was very unique. However, mind you. Uh, that was very interesting, however. It was uh, Alistair Black and taking on AJ Styles in a no-DQ match. We saw Luke Gallus and Anderson try to help AJ, and it looked like AJ was going to win, but then Dead Man Walking shows up and confronts AJ and the uh, Good Brothers. Your thoughts about the Dutch Destroyer destroying uh, Alistair Black despite uh, uh, AJ winning this one? I've been a big fan of him, but, but I don't think he's learned his lesson quite Mentally. No, I would agree with you there. I mean, you saw the Undertaker grab the chins of Gallows and Anderson and try to choke some, and then when AJ tried to get in the ring, Howard, you saw the Taker's eyes bug out, Howard, and say, AJ, you're a dead man, Howard. You insulted me what he did to me last week by uh, doing the whole uh, burial thing, Howard, after what happened in that uh, match last week in Brooklyn. But uh, can we say now it's official between AJ and uh, uh, possibly maybe the dead man, or do we see Alistair Black, maybe the Good Brothers being involved too, and changes from a one-on-one match to maybe a six-person tag at Mania? Nope, we see Undertaker versus Styles. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. I would definitely agree with you there. Up next, of course, upcoming was the Street Profits, the poor man's crime time of Dawkins and Ford taking on the Monday Night Moron himself, uh, the slimebag shithead scumbag sellout, 
uh, Sneaky Seth Rollins and Murph the Smurf, Meatball and Bunny Murphy, along with the AOPP, if you will, Aikam and Rezar. Uh, that being said, Kevin Owens uh, showed up here late in the match. We saw what happened, but the Street Profits are still on top. However, with the gold, your thoughts about the Profits winning here against uh, Murph the Smurf and Rollins? The only comment I have to say is, enjoy your fun, Street Profits, while it lasts. Yes, I would agree with you there. And my question is, who do you think will be the team that stops them? Because I think it could be Owens and Joe. I don't think it's going to be something like the Raiders. I think it's going to be Joe and maybe Owens when Joe comes back from his suspension in a few weeks. I think Joe and Owens are going to be the team maybe that goes after those gold straps. What do you think? What's that? The OC. The OC. You're going to go with the OC, okay. So John's going with the OC, Gals and Anderson uh, add some gold again around their stable uh, one more time, and I am going to go against John on this one. I'm going to say it's going to be Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, the next song was one of the more boring matches of the night, however. Sami Zayn, Shinsuke, and Cesaro defeating Braun Strowman, however, in a three-on-one handicap, which was Sami winning the title, surprisingly. Your thoughts about this one? To me, this was the worst match of the night, maybe the worst match of the year. You really have to get my comments on it. Yes, please. I'm going to say no. All right. Braun's going to be no beat him for that title again. Yeah, oh, I agree. And I think after what happened after that, you could tell Braun was really pissed off and all fired up and everything. You can tell that Sammy and his uh, entourage pulled a sneaky fast one over everyone. And, you know, the fans didn't even cheer this hard. I mean, they were quiet the entire night, which was really surprising. Considering Philadelphia has always been a great of Vince place McMahon. of over the years. Because not only Vince, because of Vince, it was Michael Hayes. With them. Yeah, it was just... The booking was terrible. I mean, I mean, you think about it, we talked about it before, folks. I mean, you went to Saudi Arabia for Super Showdown, Super Letdown. Sorry, Super Letdown. And then five days later, you're doing a show in freaking Brooklyn, however, with very little build-up to the chamber. And then you saw what happened last Friday in uh, Buffalo. And then you saw what happened last night. And who knows what we're going to see tonight in D.C., but go figure. Uh, John, I'll be right back. If you want to plug something real quick or some things here on the show, by all means, go right ahead. However, uh, we'll talk about that when I return. But go ahead, Howard. I'll be right back. Yep. And if Vince continues to do this crap, folks, he's going to be hearing this song in his cell. So, Vince, this is your song. JD's away. We're going to play some commercials right now. For all you fans, for all you, for all you lovers out there, 80s and 2000 lovers out there. Here we go. I am back now. All right. And while I'm just playing commercials. Okay, no problem. 
and Wild Times uh, giving us uh, the commercial. Let's give you right now the weather forecast of what's going on in everyone's neck of the woods real quick. And the weather is brought to you by now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, believe it or not, of, with the Weather Channel, who gives you all your weather needs. Right now in John's neck of the woods, it is a beautiful summer-like day, 75 and sunny. Tomorrow will be nicer, however. A little bit of rain, though, 71 will be your high. Wednesday and Thursday look pretty good, 61 and 67, respectively, sun and clouds, followed by uh, rain on Friday, 68, 54 on Saturday. And then 47 with uh, rain on Sunday, and then 50 in clouds next Monday. So it looks pretty good in John's neck of the woods for the week. Let's talk about what's going on in Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen. It is 69 in sunshine. Gorgeous day outside. Get it out while you can, folks. Enjoy it while you can. 58 in rain tomorrow. 52 in clouds on Wednesday. 64 and 60, respectively, Thursday and Friday. Now looks pretty good there with sun and clouds. However, the chance of rain each day. 44 and cloudy on Saturday. 47 on Sunday. And then 53 on Monday. So it's not going to be too bad here in Pittsburgh, believe it or not, this week. Uh, Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, the home of Michelle Lindards, ladies and gentlemen. Let's tell you what the weather looks like right now in Palmyra. It is a gorgeous day in Palmyra, ladies and gentlemen. 74 and sunshine, ladies and gentlemen. It is gorgeous there. 67 and rain tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, with some clouds, however, moving in. But 61 and 67 Wednesday and Thursday, followed by rain on Friday. 68, 55 on Saturday. 46 on Sunday with some sun and cl- clouds with a chance of a shower. And then 52 on Monday. But it's 75 in Palmyra right now. A gorgeous day in Palmyra. So, folks, those are just some of the locations we're hitting up next. Toronto, GTS is neck of the woods. A beautiful day in Toronto, Howard. Get it out while you can, folks. 66 and sunny there today. Gorgeous. Absolutely fantastic. 53 with some sun and clouds and a chance of rain tomorrow. However, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday does not look good. 40, 45, 40 and 45 respectively Wednesday and Thursday, but 51 on Friday. 44 on Saturday, it doesn't look too bad, but 36 on Sunday, and then 40 on Monday with clouds next week. So it doesn't look too bad today in Toronto, so get it out while you can. Uh, as I said, folks, Trinity, North Carolina, how, let's take a look what's going on in that. Anchor the Woods, 63 and cloudy right now, but tomorrow, sun and clouds with a chance of rain, 63, 66 on Wednesday. But then, 72 on Thursday with sun and clouds, 68 with a chance of a shower with sun and clouds on Friday, 58 on Saturday, 54 on Sunday, and then 53 next Monday with a chance of showers in that neck of the woods of Trinity. Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, the home of our good friend Nell Patel's neck of the woods. <coughs> neck of the woods. <coughs> Excuse me. And the site of WrestleMania. 79 mostly cloudy today, but it's going to be gorgeous the rest of the week, including sun and clouds. 81 and 84 tomorrow and Wednesday. 86 and 88 Thursday and Friday. 89 on Saturday. 84 and cloudy on Sunday. And then 86 on Monday of next week with some clouds as well. So it's going to be in the mid to upper 80s near 90 in Tampa, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, in Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the Empress Amory Rickenbach, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you what the weather is like in her neck of the woods. Today. It is rain right now at 55, but tomorrow is going to be pretty nice, 71 with sun and clouds, 73 on Wednesday with some sun and clouds with a chance of a shower, 77 and cloudy on Thursday, but then 64 with a chance of rain on Friday, 57 on Saturday, 63 on Sunday, and then 67 next Monday with a chance of a late-day shower. So there you go, folks. Everyone is getting warm weather today. Get it out while you, uh, get out while you can, folks. I mean, John, I know you're out and about today as I'm here in the studio uh, currently with the windows open. It is a beautiful spring-like day. It is fantastic, to say the least, as we are celebrating spring a little early here before St. Patty's Day this weekend in a big way today. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is going to be on Tuesday, man. Yeah, but St. Patrick's uh, weekend begins, if you will. 
For all you people out there who want to celebrate a little early and drink the green beer early, oh, you know, however, now shamrocks on your head and everything like that, however, and want to have a little fun, we implore you to be safe and be careful out there, whatever you're doing this weekend. But, folks, it is supposed to be pretty nice all week, however, but, John, today, I mean, you couldn't beat today's weather. This has been fantastic weather today, to say the least. Mm. I mean, it is really, really nice. And, folks, we're going to wrap up our, our thoughts here now about the Elimination Chamber, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, with the Women's Elimination Chamber. This one, 21 minutes long. We saw Shayna Baszler rip through the competition. We told you about who she basically ripped through. She went through uh, uh, Liv Morgan. She went through Ruby. She went through Natty, basically. And then she, uh, Oscar was the last one saying she thought she could rip through her, too. Well, that wasn't the case, Howard. We saw the end result. Shayna Baszler is your winner and now has punched her ticket to Tampa. John, your thoughts about uh, Shayna Baszler beating everyone else out and becoming the sole survivor? I'll go too. Yeah. I'm in. And while John's doing that. Uh, uh, let's uh, give your thoughts. I'm only kidding. John, I see you got. Uh, I see what you're. Uh, like I said, you put up the Seth uh, Myers thank you. However, what'd you say? I said you have the thing up with Seth uh, Myers saying thank you with the bullhorn. <laughs> yeah. And I see that picture of that shot. You also got of uh, the uh, shot of the shooting star press when everyone's coming down. However, you might want to add that to the movie fans uh, page. As well, if you get a chance, Howard, because that is a great photo you took, right? You got a good photo of that. Uh, but uh, let's get your thoughts quickly, however, about uh, what went down, Howard, in the Women's Elimination Chamber. What can I say? Shayna Baszler ran through the whole damn competition. I've never Dude. seen nobody eliminate any... I've never seen no one do that in the Elimination Chamber match. Sarah Logan couldn't stand a chance. Ruby Ryan. Yep. Natalia. Liv yep. Morgan. Yep. Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. No question about it. All I gotta say is, I know you like your girl JD, but all I have to say is Becky. She's in trouble. Yeah. Becky. Yes. She's in trouble, Becky's yeah. not only in trouble, but but I think her. But I think if she, if she goes down fighting, she's going to go down swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest with you on that. Yeah, I would agree. However, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. I would say... Yeah, like I said, I would say right now Becky is in a big world of trouble. I would definitely agree with you. I think, I mean, I haven't said it even the last couple of weeks. I mean, I think Becky better wish uh, she thought twice of messing with Shayna Baszler, the submission magician, the queen of spades, because, I mean, and right you now. All, and you I mean, know she, what? And you know where when all this happened last year, it's because of what Becky did to Shayna's friend. We all know the story between Shayna and Ronda oh, Rousey. Yeah. Oh, yes, the very good friends. 
they have uh, trained together, they've worked together, and they know each other all too well. And I'm sure Ron is giving uh, Shayna some tips already. If Shayna doesn't need the tips already, but I'm sure Shayna and Ron have got a plan to take out Becky, especially after what Becky did last year at Mania. But could we see a change in the guard this year, Howard, with Shayna? I think we're going to. I hate to say it, but I think we might see it, folks. I mean, it's going to be very, very ugly to watch and very, very testy <coughs> in just about four weeks, folks, in Tampa. I'll tell you what. And like you said, Howard, I mean... <coughs> sorry. Damn. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, right now at the moment, if I'm... And like I said, if I'm Becky, I mean, I'd be very, very careful right now what? of what's going on, Howard. Sorry. I would say right now that Becky is in a world of trouble, folks. And Becky could be in some big trouble, to say this. And this is going to be very heated, to say the least, Howard. Like I said, Howard, we'll see what happens, Howard. Uh, but that being said, Howard, we will have to wait and see, folks. You're definitely going to be, we're definitely going to keep an eye on this story, no question about it. Now, I have heard also, ladies and gentlemen, and this is totally non-wrestling related, but I have heard, according to our friend Captain Dave Spiller, he's reporting that uh, apparently Jim Carrey is now given the green light to another movie. Yes, folks, he's coming out with another one. Apparently, Ace Ooh. Ventura is ready to go. So apparently, we're going to have a third part of the Ace Ventura trilogy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're not sure when they're going to start filming, but All right. according to Captain Dave, yes, uh, Captain Dave is reporting here, folks, however, that apparently they're not waiting for Jim Carrey's final approval, and it looks like we're going to have a third part of the Ace Ventura trilogy, Ventura trilogy, if you will, unlike the second one, which wasn't a bad movie, but not like the first one, however, it looks like we're going to have a third part to the Ace Ventura trilogy, so there you go, folks, according to reports, this is from Captain Dave Spieler, who, by the way, you can check out on Heaven Wrestling Federation, and also the Captain Corners podcast on Facebook.com. Tell him JDD Iceman sent you, and you will not be disappointed. He will cover all the independent wrestling zone needs, including Combat Zone, ROH, New Japan, and I believe Impact as well, some other things as well. But also, he also runs the Heaven Wrestling Federation page on Facebook. So again, definitely check out that page, and also the Captain Corners podcast. Speaking of... Uh, plugs, Howard, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give you a plug here for one of our own, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW self, Chad Hinshaw, of course, who has his own page, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, you say his name, you know the alarm's going to hit. I know, but you can uh, check out at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. We take a bite out of the cost to bring you the best selection ever. Right now, he has got some great DVDs that have just come into stock, including American Pie, Airplane, Rudy, Super Troopers, not another team movie, the best of all. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the animated series, the first season of Rusted Development, Jaws 2 and 3, Cheaper by the Dozen, uh, Daria, the completely animated series, Patton, Speed Racer Limited Edition, uh, Roots 30th Anniversary Edition, the Roy Rogers Collection, ladies and gentlemen, how are, uh, believe it or not, Jack Asper saying Brad Graham, Fossine Private Ryan, uh, Believe it or not, however, the Da Vinci Project, ladies and gentlemen, Super Mario Bros., uh, Super Show, Mario the Deep, Great Mafia movies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Killer Movie, uh, SummerSlam 2007, Undertaker 15-0, John, which I'm sure, I'm sorry, you haven't gotten to that one yet. Uh, Two Bits and Pepper, Winky's Horse, Howard, which was the name of Chad's first pet, I'm sure, Howard, which was a horse, and it kind of winked at him, if you know what I'm saying. The Mexican, Hamlet 2, not so much trouble, The Taking of Pal, 2-3, Million Dollar Baby, uh, 27 dresses, which, by the way, Chad is not going to rid of any of those dresses yet, and I've told him to get rid of them many times over. Dumb and Dumber, Swingers, Tower, Blue Streak, The King of New York, Swordfish, ladies and gentlemen, are just some of the movies you can see right now. And right now, effective immediately, however, you can get all DVDs and Blu-rays containing one or two discs for a buck each, while all DVD and Blu-rays contain three or more with $2 each. Definitely, 
If you're looking to add to your library, start your own library today. Tell them JD the Iceman and the Human Suplex Machine, along with Mr. Hulk, I mean, has sent you. You will definitely not be disappointed with his selection of movies. And folks, as we said, he's got a boatload of movies that just came into stock, as we mentioned. Some of them include Airplane, American Pie, Rudy, Super Troopers, Terminator 2, and many, many others. That is just some of the selections that we have at DVD, excuse me, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, where we take a buy out of the cost to give you all the needs you want. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, again, we didn't uh, want to tell you folks, we are sorry to tell you earlier today, we heard from the Heartbreak Kid a little bit ago. Unfortunately, he could not join us for very long due to a prior commitment, but we will be hopefully hearing from him at some point again sometime later this week or maybe possibly tomorrow. So we do want to thank him for coming on the line. John, uh, I do understand, however, believe it or not, according to reports, how you do have an update on your uh, Prediction title challenge, however, and if you could let us know right now, unless you want to save it for later tonight, it's understandable, but if you want to let everyone know right now, who are right now your leaders in the clubhouse at the moment? Well, we have a new winner at the Elimination Chamber uh, Prediction Center. All right. And the winner with nine points and new champion is Bramley Brown Jr. Oh, congratulations to him indeed. Uh, let us uh, congratulate him. And, John, if you want to let everyone know how uh, some other people fared, including uh, my cousin, uh, the uh, franchise, Dandy Girolamo, myself, and also Mr. They w. didn't w. do did, very however. well on his first try. <laughs> That's all right. But uh, if you want to let everyone how did he fare? I mean, how many points did he have? Well, I think you were in third. I think you got... I think you had like four points. I'm not sure. Okay. Pretty sure you had like uh, three or four. I'm not sure. Uh, Gerard okay. was in second place. Congratulations, our own King NWO Gerard T. Smith. Certainly well deserved. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I think Chad was in fourth place. Okay, so congratulations to all of them. Oh, there's some more. <coughs> there's some more stuff I would also like to add real quick. Please, by all means. And these are non and these are non wrestling related. I heard. I don't know if you've heard about uh, the notorious Big, but it was 23 years ago today that he was shot down. Yes, that's right. Yes, indeed. And also 33 years ago today, one of my favorite bands, U2, got to have had the Joshua Tree album. Yes, indeed, and I might be up doing something special in honor of that today. You never know. We might be playing uh, something very special with that today, folks. So you definitely want to stay tuned with that, folks. We're definitely uh, going to have uh, possibly some excitement to tell you about that right now. It is currently 4 p.m. here, ladies and gentlemen, in the afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, March the 7th, 2020. The Iceman, along with, excuse me, I said March the 7th, March the 9th. There we go, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The Human Suplex Machine and myself here live. We are expecting hopefully some more people join us, including the Rouse Nick and El Patel and the panel way too tough to handle our fearless leader, Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen, along with GTS and MLD. Also, we'll be hopefully hearing from some other people here this afternoon, including the Empress Amory Rickenbach, the JML Experience, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, so many more joining us this afternoon. 
Of course, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, this Thursday, of course, Wolfpack will be on 138521-pound. Be sure to check that out, as well as Revolution 138055-pound. Friday night, John will not have the birthdays and dates. GTS and I will have the news headlines for you, though, on Thursday, but John will have the birthdays and dates Thursday. And then Wednesday night, folks, our triple stacker begins at 6.30 p.m., 141387. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, as it is music, politics, movies, and sports with Outside the Ropes. 8 o'clock, John, myself, Fonzie, and the rest of the panel will be on with, once again, AEW NXT War, ladies and gentlemen, at the debate, 139 Two five pound, and it Ooh. continues on in the revolution at nine o'clock. However, this week and each and every Wednesday as well. So definitely, you want to check that out as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out the Power Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at six p.m., ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to miss that. Of course, the latest downloads and news will be supplied by Mr. WCW himself, ladies and gentlemen. One four one. 364 pound. Be sure to check that out. Also, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, April the 8th. That's Monday, April, excuse me, Monday, April 6th. Raw Radio will be preempted, however, uh, for a time and uh, time, a different time. We're not sure exactly what time yet, but we can tell you that that day, however, will be a very special day because I will be off that day because I will be currently live from Tampa, Florida, calling in from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, the site of WrestleMania 36, ladies and gentlemen. Right before Monday Night Raw, I will be at FanFest as well. I will try to get on with you guys, however, but of course, Mr. WCW, of course, will be welcoming GTS, John, and the rest of the gang on the panel, and then I will be returning to the show the following week to let you know what happened, ladies and gentlemen, as far as what went down in Tampa, as well as TakeOver, SmackDown, and whatnot. We're going to give you our thoughts, of course. I will give you my predictions, of course, the week before Tampa, ladies and gentlemen, with both TakeOver and Mania, so you don't want to miss that. That'll be coming up, ladies and gentlemen, three weeks from today on March 30th, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want to miss that, as that promises to be a very, very exciting show, folks. As we said, you do not want to miss it, and that is coming up again three weeks from today on Monday, March the 3rd. Now, next Monday, folks, as we told you, we're going to be at Monday Night Raw in Pittsburgh, folks, as WWE comes to you live from the Steel City. Two weeks from uh, this Friday, SmackDown Live will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be coming to you live with SmackDown Live from the Big Easy, ladies and gentlemen, down in New Orleans at the Smoothie King Center. Tickets are still on sale for that show, ladies and gentlemen. We understand in New Orleans, ladies and gentlemen. And here are some of the other locations where you can check out WWE Raw at an action facility near you. John, you want to hold on to your seats for these ones. Monday, April 27th. That's right. Monday night, April the 27th. Live from the Mohegan Sun in Unicusville, Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen. Monday night, Raw returns to you live from the Mohegan Sun. And tickets go on sale this Friday. That's this Friday morning. Tickets go on sale for Monday Night Raw live on Monday night, April the 27th, live from Unicusville. Then, Friday, May the 1st, the Times Union Center, Albany, New York. That's right, Albany, New York. Smackdown Live will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, live from there, and tickets will go on sale this Friday for the Smackdown show, Friday, May the 1st. And then, folks, Friday, excuse me, Sunday, May the 10th, ladies and gentlemen, Money in the Bank, that's right, Money in the Bank will be coming to your neck of the woods again, John, as we have another show near your neck of the woods, believe it or not, in Baltimore, as Money in the Bank will be coming to you live from the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore, and tickets will go on sale wow. for that show, we understand, this Friday as well in Baltimore. But folks, this Saturday, you want to hold on to this one. Monday night, May the 11th, the day after Money in the Bank, 
We're going to be not far from John's neck of the woods, however, and about four and a half hours away from my neck of the woods in Wilkes-Barre. Yes, folks, Monday Night Raw, for the first time ever, will be coming to you live from the Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. Tickets go on sale for that show, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday morning in Wilkes-Barre. So, folks, again, those are just some of the locations we're going to be hitting up at the end of April and May as WWE will be coming to you live at those facilities. Also, as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, we were going to be in New Orleans two weeks from this Friday. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, three weeks from Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back in Chicago as the Allstate Arena will be welcoming us live, ladies and gentlemen, with SmackDown Live. And then three weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we head down to Hotlanta, GA, at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, GA, with Monday Night Raw, the go-home edition, right before WrestleMania 36. So, John, it looks like we're going to have a pretty busy couple months, hour with a lot of traveling to do, but we're going to be staying closer to home than go far away at times, however. Your thoughts about some of the locations we're going to be hitting up? I know. That's amazing. Indeed. And, of course, uh, we're going to take a look at some of the other dates we're going to be hitting up, ladies and gentlemen. During the, uh, like I said... <coughs> Excuse me. During the month of uh, 2020, here are some of the other locations we're going to be hitting up, ladies and gentlemen, very quickly. Uh, right now, April 26th, we're going to be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, with NXT TakeOver live from the 3 Arena in Dublin, Ireland, ladies and gentlemen. That's in Dublin, Ireland on April 26th. July 19th, ladies and gentlemen, how are Extreme Rules at the SAP Center in San Jose, not far from Danny's Neck of the Woods, coming up in July with Extreme Rules. And then August 22nd and 23rd, ladies and gentlemen, we head up to Boston. Yes, folks, Beantown, if you will. Take over Boston, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Come up the 21st to the 24th in late August. Folks, that is exciting. Tickets, of course, already went up to the last weekend of the show in Boston. Takeover and SummerSlam, and if you have not gotten your tickets yet, Howard, for that, I implore you to get those tickets very soon, folks. As if you're not going to get your tickets, Howard, you just might be shut out, Howard, and out of luck as far as that goes. Now, some of the other locations where you can check out the WWE in an action facility near you, ladies and gentlemen, includes. Uh, I'm trying to find some more dates here uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Here, uh, as we're looking at right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we already told you we're going to be, however, let's see, uh, we already told you we're going to be, however, uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as that goes, uh, we already told you we're going to be, of course, in, believe it or not, in April with TakeOver uh, Tampa, if you will. Uh, right now, if we do not know as of yet where uh, Clash of the Champions and Hell in a Cell is going to be, but we do know Survivor Series, there have been reports saying, ladies and gentlemen, that Survivor Series could be held Sunday, November 22nd, ladies and gentlemen, in Dallas. That's right, Big D, Dallas, Texas, get ready. We're going to be coming to your neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in November, ladies and gentlemen, but will no doubt be an exciting show as Survivor Series weekend will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, in Big D later on this year. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to think of where else we're going to be hitting, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I'm trying to... Uh, take a look at some of the locations we're going to be hitting up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right now, according to reports, however, uh, we have heard reports, however, that coming up in June, backlash could be held in Kansas City. We're not sure if we can confirm that yet or not. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have not heard yet where Hell in a Cell and Clash of the Champions is going to be held. We have already heard rumblings that possibly coming up November 21st and 22nd, ladies and gentlemen, War Games 4, ladies and gentlemen, 
the score to settle the score will be held in Dallas. Yes, folks, takeover heads the Big D, Dallas, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, as Texas will be the location to be coming up on the 21st of November, possibly as well as the 22nd, ladies and gentlemen, Survivor Series, and also Monday Night Raw, the 23rd. Uh, there have also been rumblings, Sean Blair, I don't know if you've heard yet or not, that there's talk possibly coming up next January in Seattle. We could be in the Emerald City, of course, for the Royal Rumble. Nothing has been confirmed on that yet, but folks, those are just some of the seats and locations we're going to be hitting, but folks, that is just some of the locations we're going to be hitting out power over the course of the next few months. But folks, here's some other dates we can tell you about, ladies and gentlemen. So here are some of those dates very quickly to let you know. First off, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday night, April the 24th, however, unless this is a change date, but this could be a confirmed date. We're not sure yet. SmackDown Live will be coming to you live from Omaha, Nebraska at the CHI Center, ladies and gentlemen, SmackDown Live. And Friday, May 15th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Bonsacur Wellness Arena in Greenville, South Carolina. But we'll have to wait and see if those have confirmed with Greenville and Omaha, but I wouldn't be surprised with uh, Omaha. That has been a confirmed date. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have not heard yet where we're going to be, ladies and gentlemen, coming off, ladies and gentlemen, the week after WrestleMania on Monday, April the 13th, nor do we know where we're going to be April 20th. But we do know that NXT Live coming up at the end of April, folks, we're going to be over in the Emerald Isle. Yes, folks, Dublin, Ireland, get ready. We're coming to you, folks. And what will no doubt be an exciting show as TakeOver invades the Emerald Isle for the first time in John. One of the matches that has been talked about, and I know I'm looking forward to this match, if it does get signed for NXT Dublin, is going to be the monster Walter against the hometown countryman Finn Balor for the uh, NXT UK title. That should be an epic war. Big man versus medium-sized man. Overall, that is going to be a bruising, hard-hitting fight, to say the least. Oh, and love that. Oh, so would I. I think that would be one of the best matches of the year, hands down. You, t- I mean, you talk about a big man. I mean, looking like I said, as I said, folks, I'm looking at a picture right now. I mean, I see a picture of Raymond James staying right now and what Tampa looks like right now. They're still setting up things, getting ready for what will no doubt be an exciting time. But, yes, I would agree with you. That is going to be one heck of a show, folks. I mean, it is going to be pretty crazy, to say the least, folks. You definitely don't want to miss that, folks. Uh, as we said, it is going to be a wild and crazy time, but folks, as we said, we're going to be hitting up so many locations coming up in the next few months, folks, you don't know where to begin. In fact, hold on a second, I do have a story here, John, you might want to hold on to this seat, folks, and here are the stories now, I can tell you now, I did find this out, ladies and gentlemen, and when Mr. WCW comes on, I do, I'll break the story into him as well, ladies and gentlemen. Here are some of the other locations we're going to be hitting up during the month of April. Monday, April the 13th, the Dunkin' Donuts Center. That's right, the Dunkin' Donuts Center, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be coming to you live from Providence, Rhode Island, ladies and gentlemen, with Monday Night Raw. Tickets will go on sale in two weeks from now. And again, that's two weeks from Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets will go on sale for Monday Night Raw, April the 13th, live from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence. Meanwhile, two weeks from Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, the week after St. Patrick's Day uh, weekend, next this weekend, next Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, tickets go on sale for these locations. Monday, Friday, April the 10th, live from the Seanstein Center in Columbus, Ohio, as we are near the campus of the Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, right after WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen, live on Friday, April the 10th, ladies and gentlemen, in Columbus, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, and also, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, April the 17th, live for the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in the home of the Miz. Yes, folks, the Miz's hometown, Cleveland, Ohio, the city by the lake, ladies and gentlemen. Monday, Friday night, SmackDown will be coming to you live in back-to-back weeks in the Buckeye State of both Columbus, Ohio, of, um, of the Ohio State University, and also, ladies and gentlemen, at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio. Meanwhile, 
Sunday, April 19th. This is from Mr. WCW to listen up, and I'm sure you'd like to hear this announcement big time. Coming up at the Fieldhouse at Greensboro Coliseum, Sunday night, April 19th. Tickets will go on sale for the big NXT show live in Greensboro. So if you're looking to have a good time in Greensboro for NXT, check that out on Sunday, April the 19th. Meanwhile, coming up, April the 20th, ladies and gentlemen. That's April the 20th, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be coming to you live from the Colonial Life Arena from the home of the Gamecocks, Columbia, South Carolina, with Monday Night Raw as we return there for the first time since last summer, ladies and gentlemen, as Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live Monday, April the 20th, ladies and gentlemen, on 4-20-20 day, ladies and gentlemen, in Columbia. And then, folks, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, you want to hold on to your seats for these big announcements, ladies and gentlemen. We will tell you more about this in the days to come including Monday Night Raw as well in Los Angeles, possibly, as well as SmackDown, NXT, and, yes, even news on WrestleMania 37. We'll let you know more about that in the weeks and months to come. But, folks, those are just some of the locations we're going to be hitting up between now and the end of April. But, John, as we said, Howard, we have got a busy, busy smorgasbord of things to come in the next three months on both AEW and NXT with a lot of cities in travel. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're going to keep you up to date if we hear anything change before then, folks, but we will let you know. Right now, it is 4.15 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, here on Wednesday, the 9th of uh, March, ladies and gentlemen. However, I also want to say today is also a happy birthday, 55th birthday to former San Diego Padres catcher Benito Santiago. And also, ladies and gentlemen, happy 47th birthday to former baseball player Aaron Boone. Both of them are celebrating a birthday today. So, uh, former San Diego Padres catcher Benito Santiago, who also played with the Miami Marlins and the Pittsburgh Pirates, as well as the San Diego Padres, turns 55 today, one of the most underrated catchers in the league. Also today, happy birthday, ladies and gentlemen, 47th birthday to former New York Yankee great Aaron Boone, who is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try to continue to update you what's going on with some of the other big stories going on. Of course, earlier this weekend, there was some talk about Dak Prescott possibly re-signing with the Dallas Cowboys. Nothing has been confirmed yet, but, John, I'm sure you heard the story. There has been talk that he has a big offer on the table of over $100 million. He could be signing with uh, the Cowboys, possibly. In fact, according to reports, the Cowboys have sent him a new contract proposal, and they said at this point, however, they're not sure how much he's going to be how many years he's going to be worth, however, but we'll have to wait and see. But early last week, we understand, talking about former quarterbacks, however, Tony Rome was signed a big new contract, ladies and gentlemen, with CBS Sports not to go to ESPN. He has signed a 10-year, $20 million deal with CBS to stay on for $200 total million, ladies and gentlemen. Talk about a big, rich announcing contract, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that is huge, to say the least, Howard. Of course, a lot of people thought he was on his way to ESPN, Howard, to join the Monday Night Football team, but instead, Howard, he has decided not to join them. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, there's been also talk, ladies and gentlemen, now that there could be word that Peyton Manning could be on his way to possibly Monday Night Football and join the announced team there, but nothing has been confirmed yet. But, again, a lot of people thought that uh, Dak Prescott was uh, basically going to um, – basically uh, leaving the Cowboys and go elsewhere, but apparently that is not the case. A lot of people thought Tony Romo was going to leave CBS and jump to ESPN and possibly head off to the Disney uh, ESPN company, but apparently that is not the case either. He has decided to stay at CBS for the next decade, and he is about $20-plus million richer in the process and $200 million richer mm-hmm. at the same time by signing a new big contract, ladies and gentlemen, with the CBS Sports Network family, and apparently he will sign that deal, I believe, sometime in the next couple of days if he hasn't signed it already. But, folks, uh, those are just some of the stories uh, going on 
right now. Uh, John, I don't know if you have any other stories to report for us right now. However, as far as tonight's Raw goes, I'm going to try to see if I can find some stories here. But we have not heard yet if Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre are going to be there, or Paul Heyman. We do know that Edge and Mandy Orton are going to be there. Uh, we imagine that Becky will be there. Shayna will be there. Uh, we're going to think some other people will be there, ladies and gentlemen. However, in fact, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But a lot of people... Oh, actually, hold on. I do have yeah. one story here. Amen. My mistake. Uh, apparently, we do have a story here, folks. According to reports now, we are hearing reports, however, after what happened last night, however, we have not been able to confirm it yet, but there has been talk, however, that The Undertaker yeah. has been seen walking around Washington, D.C. this afternoon. Apparently, The Taker could be showing up tonight, John, in your neck of the woods there. There was some talk, however, he might not be there this evening, however, but now it looks like he will be there, however, believe it or not, however... Uh, according to reports, some people are saying right now that he could show up possibly maybe tonight, uh, but nothing has been confirmed as of yet. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, how are some other news going on, how are coming up this weekend, how are at the uh, AEW show in Salt Lake City, you can meet uh, these superstars, Big Swole, Orange Cassidy, and the Jurassic Express as they will be talking with their fans right before the AEW Dynamite show this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, in Salt Lake City at the Maverick Center. They will be talking with them from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday afternoon. That's 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 4.30 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, right before AEW hits the airwaves. This Wednesday in Salt Lake City. You don't want to miss that. And that will be taking place, ladies and gentlemen, at the Maverick Center, ladies and gentlemen, at the VIP entrance located in lower southwest entrance adjacent to the flagpoles and right near the entrance of the building. So, folks, that promised to be a great show coming up, as we said, this week on Dynamite in Salt Lake City. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, uh, some other news, ladies and gentlemen. We can tell you there is a 205 elimination match coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen, in a 10-man tag. One of the matches has been listed already. It includes the following. Tony Nese, Brian Kendrick, and Ari Zavari, and Jack Alvaro on one side. Michael Bennett, Swerve Scott, Danny Burch, Oni Lurkan, Tyler Breeze, and one other person have been involved. The question is, who is this other person and who will it be? We will find out, I'm sure, this coming Friday night, live from the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Rock City, as that is where SmackDown and 205 Live will be coming to you live this week in Detroit, Rock City. Uh, as we said, we were hoping to hear from, of course, uh, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, but unfortunately that was not the case. We have also heard, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports, our... Yeah, sorry. But and ladies and gentlemen, that can only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, 
He finally got the 27 dresses out of his closet, ladies and gentlemen. But, of course, he kept, of course, a few other ones that were mostly blue and pink because those were his colors. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Carolina Panther and Tar Heel Blue Man himself, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, the man who goes woo every chance he gets, ladies and gentlemen. The man, however, who is not considered a jabroni, however, none other than Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 232. First of all, it's good to be here. And second of all, John and Fonzie assume the paddling sticks. J.D., bend over. <laughs> well, apparently Fonzie is, not with, yeah, Fonzie is not with us today. Unfortunately, he was on earlier today, but apparently he had, uh, let's just say, he was not feeling up to uh, speaking that much today, but he will be back with us, of course, later on in the week hour and, of course, next week on Raw Radio. But unfortunately, John is here, however. And uh, we were just talking about some of the things that are going on, including some of the stuff, including NXT will be coming down your neck of the woods, we understand, in April. <laughs> we talked about this also off the air earlier. At one point, there has been talk, of course, the NCAA tournament yeah, coming there starting next week in Greensburg. Go ahead, John. And, of course, we also heard, and I read earlier today, Chad, that apparently next year, they're also going to have the tournament down in Raleigh at the PNC Arena. So, apparently, for two years now, the tournament will be having the first round playing games, however, should I say, uh, first part of the tournament in both those areas. But overall, however, uh, certainly a lot going down, however, mind you, from, uh, like I said, this last week, we talked about the Elimination Chamber. John already broke down his uh, impressions. However, I'm going to get your take about last night's uh, very interesting show in Philadelphia. A lot of people had very mixed emotions about this show. Yes, they did. Uh, I actually got a chance to check out a couple of clips on YouTube. Uh, of course, obviously, of course, the one that really caught two of them that caught my eye actually was, uh, was the fact that, uh, of course, the Undertaker appeared and had Gallows and Anderson down on their knees um, big time, and then all of a sudden choked Simon AJ Styles in disappearing, and obviously, as, uh, as uh, of course, uh, uh, obviously, of course, Aleister Black went to, of course, like I said, uh, proceed to win the match, or luckily it was no DQ, or else, like I said, you know, that would have, that wouldn't have been good going in. It probably would have been good for AJ going into this thing with the Undertaker at WrestleMania, but it probably would have been good for Taker. But still, uh, still, that was a pretty, pretty neat, uh, neat pretty neat encounter. Uh, it had a really a big time gut feeling that uh, that uh, the Undertaker was going to show up, and of course, obviously, now he's trying to get as much as he possibly can. Obviously, of course, uh, the other thing that really caught my eye was the fact that Shayna Baszler pretty much eliminated every single person in the whole daggone elimination chamber match last night. And apparently, when we thought that Vince McMahon was going to try to keep this keep this girl down, it doesn't seem like she's down to me uh, because she pretty much put five other women down. And so now, much to all respect to JD here, this is going to be an awesome contest at WrestleMania if they plan it right. Between Becky and Shayna, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but uh, she pretty much kind of pretty much took everybody out by submission. I mean, what got me was was Sarah. What was how she got Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot down within like about I don't know thirty forty five seconds apart from one another, which was quite amazing, quite shocking indeed. Uh, but nonetheless. Uh, I was I was not happy with the fact that uh, of course this was talked about during on the Raw Run panel chat box. Our own Danny the most heart seemed to of course not mind it at all, but 
I pretty much felt I pretty much felt in my own personal opinion that Braun Strowman I think pretty much got screwed out of this deal. But Sami Zayn, of course, now obviously, according to my sources at Wikipedia, apparently since he was the one that pinned Strowman, Sami Zayn is now the new Intercontinental Champion. How and whoever in the world planned that needs to be dragged out to the street and shot. My personal opinion there, because that dude, that dude right there has been nothing but a horse's tail, in ever ever since he's doing the whole heel thing. And sure, like I said, he's a. Uh, Sure, he might make a pretty interesting heel, but like I said, he doesn't. He, he just just had to rub it in throughout the whole shebang. Yeah. And uh, my own personal, uh, I'm sorry, JD, you were saying something. I'm sorry. Uh, no, John, it's back. I think he said John said he was back. Oh, oh John, okay. Please continue. Oh, there's okay. John. John, John, welcome, sir. Hey, uh, hey there. Um, one that really, really, really keeps on. I tell you the truth. I haven't. You know how much I'm not. Very, very vocal about things. But when I see something and try to give it as due to see if maybe it's somehow they can start backing off of it, but they don't, obviously, is this whole deal involving Andrade, involving Mysterio, Carrillo, Angel Garza, of course, the United States Championship also also mixed into this bag. Uh-huh. My own personal opinion here, you guys, is just simply pure and simple. The only, And first off, of course, we have Paul Heyman to think about to thank for all this, obviously, yep. because we heard him yep. say how high he is on Andrade, even when he had, to, even when he was suspended, he let him keep the belt, which was the st- most stupidest idea I have ever seen. That's his, that's his plain favorites right there, and he knows it is, and we all know it is. But my personal take here is like this: the one reason, the only reason, and I'm sure y'all would agree, that he still has that belt is because of one person, and that is Vega. This girl needs to be locked in a cage yeah. and, 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 and just kept out, kept out of the whole mix and let Andrade actually win a really decent, halfway decent match. Yeah, and Charlotte Flair too, John. You're right. You're right about Charlotte. Because, um, yes, because the thing about it is, because the thing about it, I'm sorry, JD, but the thing about it here is this. That that's the only reason why he's been able to hold on to his count. It's kind of like, you know, it's the Brock Lesnar syndrome. That Brock Lesnar will probably end up holding, for example, Brock Lesnar held that universal title, Lord knows, after he beat Goldberg a couple of years ago. You know, we've talked about that many, many times. It's starting to become more and more like this, and I'm just, that is one thing that WWE cannot afford to do right now, especially in the blame shape that it's in. And we all know that right now WWE is, is, is in a whole heap of, a whole Big mess right now. And they don't do something mm-hmm. about it here. Very, very soon, start rewriting a lot of things and start redoing a lot of things here. WWE, WWE is going to sink so low. Not even NXT is going to be there to to, to prevent to prevent it from sinking. I mean, my my, my yeah. God, my God, man. I mean, the thing about it is having to depend upon a woman to win. Oh please, that was that. You know how long ago that happened? You know, the last time that was ever effective. That was probably about 20, 30 years ago when that was more effective, man. It's not, it's, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not doing any good now. It's not working for Jack Squat. I mean, that's just my well, opinion. Well, you're right. I agree. I would agree. 
No, you're right. Very good points indeed. And you bring up some good points. And John and I talked about this before along with Fonzie. We've talked about this numerous times, not just on this show, but on all the shows too. Uh, one thing that is working and is very explosive power and dynamite, if you will, is some of the new locations. I talked to MLD about this earlier today about uh, AEW branch out and some other cities. And John even heard me today, and I was already hyping them up already. AEW's coming to a couple of new cities, and they were announced today. New Orleans and Albuquerque, New Mexico, right before uh, Double or Nothing 2 coming up in May. Tickets going on sale this Friday. But looking at the AEW schedule for the next six weeks, I mean, you got Salt Lake City this week, Rochester the following week, which some, some people think Brody Lee, Luke Harper might make his debut, even Matt Hardy, if not this week. Uh, possibly, uh, if not then, maybe the, in a couple weeks with the uh, War Games, the match beyond, uh, Blood and Guts, how as they're calling it, Howard. Then you're going to be in Milwaukee, St. Louis, Boston, and Philly return with AEW, plus new shows, like I said, Houston, New Orleans, and Albuquerque coming up in May, as well as uh, back-to-back shows in Vegas. I mean, AEW seems to be right now the big, big fish, however, that everyone is hooked into, however, and everyone's trying to catch that big tuna, however, upon their plate, however, and just carve it up in any section they can. And right now, they're getting a lot of people in a lot of these cities, big or small, and they're continuing to grow by leaps and bounds every week. What are your take about some of the new cities that are coming up uh, in the next few weeks with AEW, like St. Louis, New Orleans, Milwaukee, and uh, Kansas, uh, like I said, going back to Vegas. What's your take? They're, 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 they're jumping up by leaps and bounds here. There's no doubt about it. And the sad part about it is they haven't announced anything in North Carolina yet. And a lot of people around here... Yeah, I've been, keep, um, I've, I've been keeping an eye on that. Yeah, I've been keeping that they're doing in Charlotte or Raleigh or possibly Winston-Salem. I'm sure they're going to do something there. And also, I've told Michelle, Richmond should be doing a show soon. Norfolk, I mean, would be a good location. Roanoke, I'm hoping they get back to Pittsburgh. I know the last time when they, they first did their first show in Pittsburgh, they were really big here at the Peterson Center. I wouldn't be surprised if they come back in July or June. That would be really good for them, I feel. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're almost sold out. And then WWE has already announced some of their cities coming up in the next uh, few months, including, like I said, uh, John Sankler, near John Sankler, what's again in Baltimore, uh, Wilkes-Barre, PA, uh, the Mohegan Sun, Columbia, South Carolina, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, those are just some of the cities coming up in the next few months out of the WWE sitting too. But like I said, the big thing right now I think WWE is worried about right now, not only just because of this WrestleMania thing, but it's the whole thing that's been going on and it's been making the rounds all over the last few weeks is uh, this uh, dreaded coronavirus. But that's not the only thing. The thing is they're worrying how are, if they're going to be bumped off the network after WrestleMania, they're going to move to ESPN Plus or their pay-per-views are going to be taken away from them. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but right now it seems like WrestleMania is a go for the network. But right now, I said this to you last night, I said this to John as well last night and over the last several weeks too, and both on and offline with you guys on the phone and messaging and everything like that. I think right now, with four weeks to go, and I even told this to Danny today, earlier this afternoon, I spoke to him, Howard, and even Fonzie the last couple of weeks too, along with Michelle. Right now, with four weeks to go as of today, Howard, you better find a way starting tonight to step on the gas and step on it hard, because right now you're running out of time. You're running out of time. Well, certainly. I mean, I mean, I mean that's what we that's what we've been saying. If it had been like for NXT providing that that life preserver every single Wednesday night, then WWE would have already been would already been been underwater as far down as the Titanic for crying out loud. I mean, yep. the, the thing about the thing about is the thing about is I can tell you also why AEW is being so successful. I read a story about this. Uh, actually, I read about this on a special edition of WWS this morning. I did one early this morning before I went to work. But I didn't do one yesterday because of the daylight savings time thing. Uh, and I lost track of time. Now, that was the reason why I didn't do it. But anyway, 
Anyway, one story that I brought up here that was brought up, I think, last Thursday or last Friday, or last Friday or last Saturday, I don't know, <coughs> was that how Jim Ross was being interviewed on how they have the freedom to do what they want in AEW. How they were able to yep. get along, along, along. Everybody, the wrestlers, the announcers, everybody, like I said, has, has does not are, are not bound are not, not tied to a puppet string like Vince McMahon is in WWE. They're they're, they're not bound by it. They're, they're, they have the freedom to do whatever they feel, whatever they wish, and all that. So Jim Ross said that's one reason, above all else, and he started seeing it big time not too long after he signed up to be a part of it. He said, like I said, it, it, it's a creative freedom. It's a freedom, like I said, to go out there and, and perform and set things up and all that. You have your own ideas, bring it to the table and all that stuff. I mean, the thing, thing about it is that's what's on WWE. Like they're, not, they're, not the, they're not giving their people the, 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 the stuff that, 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 they, that they need to do here. Because, like I said, if they can't think on their own and all that, they're going, you know, I mean, then, then, then like I said, there's a, then like I said, obviously there's, there's a problem. That's one reason why, another reason why AEW it's kind of, it's more and more every single week, every single time, regardless if it's a dynamite, if it's one of those AEW dark shows, if it's a pay-per-view, whatever. Anything AEW right now is out doing anything WWE has at this moment. And like I said, and WWE it has to be watching this very carefully. They are scared that they're going to be knocked off their pedestal. And AEW, I mean, and Cody and them are going to sit there on their big phones and everything to see Vince McMahon and all that cowering and start kissing his hind end. Because... Because, like I said, AEW is going to one of these days knock them off their pedestal. And, of course, even if they had, even like I said, Impact and Ring of Honor could even make that try. But, of course, we've talked about this as well. Obviously, both of them are not doing that well either. So, I mean, obviously, AEW right now seems to be the primary thing here in the United States. It's, it's out doing WWE in every single respect. And, like I said, if WWE does not do something to counteract this, they're, like I said, they're going to lose, lose footing. They're going to lose. They're going. They're going to lose. Uh, they're going to lose more and more fans. They're going to lose everything that they have. And then before too long, and all that, who knows? Who knows? And, and John, I like your talker that you bring up on the chat box every week. But instead of going into jail, they're going to put him in the blame mental house because this man's going to go completely out of his mind with a white straight no jacket. Question, so I mean, well, I think they, I think we're all in agreement there. No question. There you go. Yes. There you go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, th- I think. No, it's okay. I think. I think you're right, and I think we'll agree there. But speaking of nut house, however, speaking of the biggest nuts in the world, however, let's talk about how crazy it's going to be this week, however, with a lot of things going on, however, because I believe we have a lot of things to discuss that are coming up this week, however. So I will let you handle that, however, what we got planned for this week. And also, I believe we have a new champion when it comes to the prediction title challenge, however, that did happen at the Elimination Chamber. So I'll let you handle the floor with that. Thank you, thank you very much, J.D. Uh, 4.35 p.m., um, episode 233, WWS Raw Radio, Monday, March 9, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw here, of course, uh, sitting side-by-side side with the Iceman and also the Human Suplex Machine here this afternoon. Of course, uh, folks, we've got a couple things on the table here we want to discuss. First off, our big lineup of shows here in the radio network here, of course, Revolution and Wolfpack. Tomorrow night, after wrestling, we visited here, ladies and gentlemen, now, John, listen very carefully. Note these down. I know you like to write these down. Yes. I know. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Okay. Tomorrow night on Revolution, I believe that will be at number 805 already. Our live video feed will be from OWN US, the Ultimate Warrior Tribute Group. Uh, 
uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, our thoughts and opinions about. We'll talk. We'll talk about, of course, the uh, matches having to do with Raw uh, from Elimination Chamber. Plus, also talk about tonight's Monday Night Raw tomorrow, as well. Plus, some other wrestling stories and other other tidbits, of course, coming up. <coughs> coming up here, of course, uh, uh, tomorrow night, one three eight zero five five pound. Of course, this of course this Wednesday here, folks. After uh, outside the ropes at six thirty, one four one four one three eight seven pound, and wrestling debate. Uh, this Wednesday at 8 o'clock, 139925 pound. Revolution 806. Well, our live video feed will be from WCCWS Forever Strong. News and views, history, and birthdays. Also, we'll talk about the SmackDown matches from Elimination Chamber. Plus, also, of course, get your thought, get everyone's, uh, um, get the official results for both AEW and NXT. Plus, some other wrestling stories, of course, making the rounds. Be sure to listen in on that this Wednesday at 9. One three eight zero five five pound. This Thursday, NWO Wolfpack. Our live video feed will be from NWO US Forever for Life. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. We'll of course give our own thoughts and opinions about AEW and NXT from this coming Wednesday. Plus some other. <coughs> excuse me. Also a preview of what might take place on SmackDown, of course after Elimination Chamber, and also of course some. Uh, <coughs> um, uh, also, other wrestling stuff, of course, we'll definitely bring up here to you, 138-521-pound. And this Friday, of course, on Revolution, uh, <clears throat> which I believe that would be 807, I do believe, our live video feed will be from AWA US History Lives, News and Views, History and Birthdays. We'll also talk about what, took, what, what of course, is what, what did take place, of course, on SmackDown Friday night. We'll also hopefully get to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, and also Danny from Oak Park as they give their take about Elimination Chamber and other wrestling stories, of course, making the rounds here as well. Be sure to listen in on that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Power Hour this Saturday, 141364-pound. Um, with some wrestling news tidbits. Also, of course, what took place in the radio network this week and Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays. Be sure to listen in on that at 6 o'clock this Saturday evening. Also, don't, don't forget... WWS this morning will return this Sunday, this coming Sunday, of course, at 8 a.m., uh, 805-8613 pound. We do have our time, do have our clocks finally set, so we can, so we'll be able to have that in on time at 8 o'clock this Sunday morning as we, of course, will bring you Sunday's history and birthdays and it's also some wrestling tidbits to start your day, start your way out the door on your way through your Sunday service. Be sure to listen to that Sunday morning at 8 a.m., of course, 805-8613 pound. For WWS this morning. Now, as JD did bring up here, of course, our prediction title challenge from the Elimination Chamber 2020. Uh, of course, we had some very close. We had, of course, some close, close scores here. Of course, between the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, as well as, of course, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, of course, Mitt Patel, and also Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, <clears throat> I believe this is the second one in a row. I think we, I think that's right. Mitt Patel won our Elimination Chamber Prediction Title Challenge with, let's see, one, two, three, four. Yes, with seven predictions correct. So he's just, that's, yeah. so we'll get his pick on, on, on the belt here coming up here this week. Also, of course, right, right behind, um, let me see here, uh, right behind, of course, uh, Mitt. Michelle, Fonzie, and Bobby actually had five predictions correct. So congratulations, uh, three-way tie for second. 
then we had a two-way. We had we, we were tied for third between these two gentlemen right here, JD and John. Uh, with no, I'm sorry, JD and John was in second place with six, and then I'm sorry, Michelle Fonzie and Bobby had five behind us. Sorry about that. And the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach had three. So there is your there are your official picks here. Gentlemen, since I have both of you here, we'll go ahead and get your selections out of the way. Uh, <clears throat> JD, I'll start with you. And let me go ahead. Before I before you choose, let me just read out once again what the belts are, so that way you'll have an idea of what I have before you make All your right. final decision. Okay. We do have, let's see, one, two, three, four. Five of the belts are WCW US belts, and they are the Funeral Parlor, Rattlesnake, Bad Blood, Grandest Stage, and Double J. We have an AEWS belt, the Dark Order title, and an ECWS belt, the Living Dangerously title. Which one would you like? I'll take the Living Dangerously title. I uh, figured Pennsylvania man right there, ladies and gentlemen, JD, is your new ECWS Living Dangerously champion. John? I won the Funeral Parlor title. How did I know you were going to pick that? <laughs> Why did I know? I was seeing that. I had, a, I had an inkling that he was going to choose that one. So yes, I was seeing that. Uh, and yes, indeed. Uh, what, one quick thing here, I wanted to note the time frames. I know y'all probably talked about them already, but I like to note the times here, in order of the highest to lowest, if I may, please. Right, but fast forward, turn things back over to JD. I'll make it quick. The the high the longest match of the whole night, ladies and gentlemen, was a SmackDown Tag Team Title Elimination Chamber match, 32 minutes and 55 seconds. The, next up was the match between Aleister Black and AJ Styles, 23 minutes and 15. The third longest match was the women's match for the, the women's Raw Women's Title Contender match, at an even 21 minutes, followed by the Street Profits versus Rollins and Murphy for the Raw Tag Titles, 18 and a half minutes. Then, after that, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak, 14-20. Then, the U.S. title match, 12-20. After that, the three-on-one handicap IC title match, eight and a half minutes. And the shortest one, obviously, the Viking Raiders versus Hawkins and Ryder, four minutes and 50 seconds. Very, very, very big time intervals there. Between five and 33 minutes is how long it is. Interesting time frame there, indeed, there, folks. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do more some more discussions here about Elimination Chamber coming up here, of course, on Revolution and Wolfpack coming up here, of course, here this week. <coughs> also, discussions about Raw, uh, SmackDown preview. Also, of course, like I said, AEW, NXT, and other big time stories, of course, making the making the rounds here as well. Also, on a personal note, and I did notice that you did post this earlier, and I do appreciate it. Uh, we did hear we lost a Hollywood icon. Uh, Mr. Max von Sydow uh, sadly passed away here at the age, I believe, of 90 uh, in Paris. 90, yes. So yeah. our thoughts and prayers are with Mr. Yeah. Mr. 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 Van Sydow's uh, family and friends there today. So uh, I just want to throw that out Amen. there. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you. Mr. WWS Chad. Oh, here, by the way, and there is an opinion poll on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. Or of course the um, elimination chamber. What you thought the best match was so far? We have two votes for the SmackDown Tag Team Title cha Elimination Chamber match. And Yours truly voted for that. Yes, 
and two people thought that the match between Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak was the best match. And so far, that's the only ones we've had voted on it so far. So check out on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. That poll will be up all week long, so you have plenty of time to, of course, um, to vote on that. See, in your opinion, which one would you think was the mm-hmm. best match? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here. Thank you saying thank you very much. And now, like I said, uh, take, check out all of our groups and, of course, also all of our shows here, of course, on Facebook and talk to, and talk to you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here is the man, of course, who cannot sit down now because, because John and I actually pulled out the paddles and was just spanking him while I, I was talking. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, also, big congratulations, by the way, John. I'm sure you've already heard. The Iceman, Jerry yeah. Drama, is now a three-time WWS Hall of Famer being inducted into, of course, the Legacy Hall of Fame, which another more inductions this week, starting tomorrow through Friday. So more predictions will yeah. come up, be coming up between our shows next week, this week as well. J.D., let's go ahead and swing it back here to you, my man. All right, thank you very much. Yes, indeed. One six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three eight seven four four pound. This is episode two thirty two for Monday, March the ninth, twenty twenty. Ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, along with the Human Suplex Machine and Mister Doyle, chatting. So again, we do want to uh, unfortunately tell you all that the Heartbreak Kid could not join us, however, today due to a prior commitment. We were hoping to hear also at some point from the Rouse Thinking Al Patel, along with King of the Road, Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the JML Experience, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, Howard, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, and of course everyone else in the panel, including the Empress, Henry Breckenbach, but they could not join us today. Unfortunately, Howard, they were delayed, Howard, due to a prior commitments as well, but we will be hearing from them, fortunately, later this week. Chad, the one thing we were discussing, Howard, is the whole thing with Randy Orton, Edge, and Beth Phoenix after what happened last week. We know Randy Orton is going to be confronting Edge at some point this evening, tonight, Howard, on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Before we get your Raw ratings and predictions, let's get your early thoughts about what we're going to see tonight in John Sank of the Woods of the Nation's Capital between Orton and Edge. This, this has been built up here big time here, uh, you know, like I said, since, you know, ever since, you know, the comeback story for Edge, mm-hmm. you know, coming back to the Royal Rumble and all that, big-time success story there indeed. Uh, and obviously, of course, like I said, everybody was a stack to see him in. And we all thought even, of course, his former rated RKO tag team partner, of course, uh, you know, uh, Randy Orton. But, of course, sadly that was not the case, as apparently he just pretty much uh, – pretty much shocked the world and let everybody down that uh, um, <clears throat> what, 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 gets, what gets me is, of course, like I said, now he uh, he kind of now has dragged, like I said, his whole family into the mix, including fellow WWE Hall of Famer, of course, uh, Beth Phoenix, of course, also talking about his, uh, his and Beth's uh, children. Um, I don't know what Orton, I don't know what Orton is thinking. Um, like I said, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still a very accomplished wrestler here. Uh, but like I said, this is starting This is starting to be more and more, getting more and more personal each and every time. And, of course, like I said, this is going to be the true test, of course, to see how well Edge's comeback story, you know, is mm-hmm. going to be. Uh, because, like, because, like I said, Edge is always, always as I, he's always been known as the ultimate opportunist. But, of course, now, like I said, he's... Uh, you know, he's he's like I said, he's he's the ultimate success story of 2020, in my personal opinion, is Edge's return. I mean, that that's been the big time, the biggest success story in wrestling in 2020 has been the return of Edge. Um, but 
but like I said, I mean, Edge, no doubt, is not going to be have anything on his mind. He's not going to be. I mean, I'm sure, like, he, except of course, his, except of course, Beth and his kids, obviously. And of course, he's going to he's going to have his eyes burning t- towards one fella, and, I'm, and that obviously that one fella is is RKO himself, and RKO better be ready because, like I said, I mean, not even one of his patented RKOs is going to be possibly able to save uh, to save the rated R superstar from delivering some some rated R pain. Um, I don't know how. Ooh. I don't know. When you call it rated R, you probably call it rated something else. But it's going to be. Yes. It's going to be uh, extreme. Heck, heck. For all I know, like I said, if they really want to sell this match at Mania, if Edge is is up for it, they all, they can't they just can't have a one on one. You can't do that with this. This has been worked up way too much. You cannot do that. Do it in that fashion. You've got to add some stipulations. You got to add something big. Possibly, yeah, for all I know, it could be no holds barred for all I care. I mean, do you think Edge is going to care? I don't think he's going to care. No, I don't really don't think so. At all. So, I, but I think this is, this is going to be big here. But like I said, don't don't get me regardless of when they do this at the beginning, in the middle, or at the end. Somehow, Edge is going to get his hands on Orton tonight, and he's he's going he's going to actually. Uh, make make order start making Orton regret this going in towards WrestleMania. You better believe it. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. It's going to be very intense, no doubt about it. And we're gonna we're gonna be definitely watching very carefully what's going to happen. I mean, there's gonna be a lot going down. Uh, like we said, uh, of course, next week. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as we said before, we uh, wrap things up. We are going to talk about March Madness next week. Of course, we will tell you about the four number one seeds. However, in each region, we will also give you our early impressions, ladies and gentlemen. Also. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going to happen, however, as far as who we think will win the tournament. But also next week, we're going to have a little fun, however, with you all here on Raw Radio, however. Uh, believe it or not, with a little fun, however, being for St. Patrick's Week. Uh, St. Patrick's Week. We're going to tell you what we think, ladies and gentlemen, however. What overall, however, we think, however, were some of the best moments. Let's just say some of the dream matches that uh, we wish we could have seen, however, at WrestleMania. Like, say, for instance, if we wanted to see back in the day, uh, today's superstars, like, say, a Roman Reigns versus maybe someone like Big John Studd, or possibly Ricky Steamboat versus, say, someone like maybe Seth Rollins or maybe AJ Styles. Something like that. We're going to have a little fun with that next week. So you definitely want to stay tuned for episode 233 at Raw Radio next week. We're going to have a lot to discuss, ladies and gentlemen, as far as next week's shows go. But in the meantime, let's give you the number again, ladies and gentlemen, one six zero five. However, five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound for Monday, March the ninth, twenty twenty. The Ice Man, along with the Human Suplex Machine and Mr. WCW himself, Chad Inshaw. John, we will let you uh, before Poochie the Hound calls for you today. <laughs> however, uh, hopefully now he's back from his uh, little vacation, and I know he's been on vacation the last week or so. Uh, let's get uh, quickly your raw ratings and predictions, and also what you will have to say to us tonight on the podcast that everyone will be listening to after Raw. Oh, you thanks. Don't worry. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to see Edge and Orton confrontation at the main event, and I'd say the show goes a little bit up. All right. And, and uh, I will be talking about Raw, Elimination Chamber, and, and WrestleMania as well for the so, might as well stay tuned at 11 o'clock. But for now, yeah, he's back. He's coming back. Okay. All right. Going back to our satellite station. Yes. There you go. 
There you go. Apparently, Puchka Hound, ladies and gentlemen, has returned, ladies and gentlemen, after being away from John, however. So, uh, we do want to thank John uh, for bringing Puchka Hound once again, ladies and gentlemen, to see back from vacation. And I can hear him right now. Yes, this plane yes, needs him indeed. <laughs> what the <heck? laughs> There you go. This planet definitely needs him, no question about it, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. But as John said, folks, he will be on tonight, ladies and gentlemen, no doubt about it. Be sure to check out John Gross Sports and Russell Incorporated and also John Gross and John Gross and GRHS at Facebook.com. He will have a lot to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. On Facebook Live, the fun begins just after 11 o'clock. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however... And one more thing before I leave. Yes. Yeah. Lenny seems to take me home. To okay. Let me give you the now. That's all, folks. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Thank you very much, Sean. All right. Thank you very much. We will talk to you later on tonight. Right. Later, later on this week. Thank you very much. All right, Demon Suplex Machine now leaving us tower, and John, of course, left before I could play our closing thing, but I'm sure John will listen to it as we're wrapping up things here, and John gave me a good idea for our closing thing. We'll talk about that here in a second. Anyway, don't forget also to check out, ladies and gentlemen, the Chris Peep Show with a Z tonight, 11 p.m. Myself, The Woken, Jay Cutson, DJ from FLA, Kelly Matthews, TJ Banks, Danny from Oak Park will be with us, and Elle will be with us as well, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Ladies and gentlemen, our other friends, Gabby, Rena, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Shamir Blunt, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, Arcane, of course, DJ from FLA, Chris Peeps, of course, uh, Christian, ladies and gentlemen, will be joining us, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest of the gang on the Peeps Show, 11 p.m. on YouTube.com. Be sure to check that out after Monday Night Raw. And, of course, as we said, next week, episode 233, we're going to have a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, as we head into St. Patrick's Week, however. It should be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen, with the warm weather and everything like that as well. As we also said, we hope to hear from the Heartbreak Kid as well next week. Uh... Before we wrap things up, I do want to say also thank you to our friends at the Hop House who listen to us every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, and all of our shows mostly, ladies and gentlemen, including this one. Our good friends, the bartenders, Dayton, Kelly, Casey, Missy, Jen, Dayton, and company. We'd like to say hello to you guys, Howard, and of course our regulars as well, including Pat, Maureen, Brad, Brian, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne, and the rest of the gang, ladies and gentlemen, and Matt. We'd like to say hello to all of you guys as well as Billy and, of course, uh, Crystal and the gang, of course, and Mick. We hope you guys are also enjoying your fine Monday and Chuck as well. With that said, we're now going to turn it over to Chad, however, who has his raw ratings and predictions for right now, and then I will close out with mine before we tie a bow on this thing and say goodnight to you all until next Monday. So, Chad, you are next with the raw rating prediction. Thank you very much. Uh, of course, like we said before, it's going to be the aftermath, obviously, of Elimination Chamber. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of confrontations here. Obviously, of course, with, uh, uh, of course, like we said, Edge and Orton, obviously Shayna and Becky, possibly possibly another one like we saw last week with Drew and Brock, if, in fact, that he's going to be there, which we'll have to wait and see. I have not heard either one. I have not heard 
Heyman and uh, Brock are not going to be there, but you never know with them. We have heard the Taker could be there. We do know that next week, possibly Austin and also the Taker is supposed to be here in Pittsburgh, which I will be at Raw next Monday. Okay, thank you, thank you there, J.D. With that being said here, uh, of course, there's no telling about what matches are going to probably take place. Uh, uh, but still, I think the moments are going to pretty much kind of outdo the uh, – Moments are going to probably pretty much outdo the matches anyway. My personal opinion, uh, obviously, obviously, I will, I will go ahead and give my official prediction here. As uh, let me see, what is it? Yes, um, I'm not looking for anything big to probably happen here. Anything to be too impressive. So I'm going to have to pretty much really say. I'm going to wind it back down just a little bit. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it almost like in the middle. We'll say 1.5 because, like I said, I mean I don't see anything big time to really kind of affect this show, especially as this is supposed to be taking place. You know, you know, right after, of course, a big pay per view event. But I mean, obviously, uh, this right here, there was a lot of things that went on here that that really didn't. That wasn't still wasn't once again was still was not that impressive. So. We'll just, have, we'll just wait and see what happens all with that here, of course, here uh, tonight. Um, but like I said, 1.5. And as for what will happen at the end of the show, and this is what I'm really aiming towards, I don't really see a match happening at the end of the show. I'm pretty much actually seeing that they're smart. They're smart. They'll do one of these two things, and it's kind of hard to choose which one. But obviously, if they're smart, which they probably won't, and I don't know if they'll be able to contain them before the end of the show, Edge and Orton's encounter has got to happen sometime between towards the end of the show tonight. And they do it early, then like the rest of the show, it's just going to drag. Bottom line. Yes. they got to do the Edge and Orton thing down towards the end of the night. That's, why, that's all I'm on. But, of course, you know there's not a smart, there's not, there's not, there's not a brain Big enough, of course, to think of that plan, uh, obviously. So we'll just have to wait and see what all happens with that. But Edge, Edge and Orton encounters got to happen here sometime tonight, towards the end of the show tonight. Indeed. So that's my take. Good point. Very good point. Yes, I would agree. And before I give you my raw ratings, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some news on NXT where you can check out NXT at a facility near you. Coming up May 1st in, in, in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., May 2nd in Bethlehem, PA, and May 3rd, ladies and gentlemen, however, Believe it or not, however, actually May 3rd in D.C., I should say, May 1st in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, May 2nd in Poughkeepsie, New York, and May 3rd in Washington, D.C. Tickets go on sale for those events, ladies and gentlemen, coming up at NXTTickets.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that'll be coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, however, on, uh, I'm just trying to get this uh, find out here. I believe it's May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That's the, no, May 1st at the Entertainment and Sports Arena. I was wrong. May 2nd at the Wind Creek Event Center, and May 3rd, ladies and gentlemen, at the MAJED Convention Center. But, folks, as we told you, this Friday morning, tickets will go on sale for these events, ladies and gentlemen, April 27th in New Hillsville, Connecticut, at the Mohegan Sun Arena, ladies and gentlemen. This Friday, however, also for the May 1st show, however, coming up on Friday Night SmackDown in Albany, New York. And, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, May 11th, however, or excuse me, not this Saturday, 
this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, March the 14th, ladies and gentlemen, May 11th, the day after Money in the Bank in Baltimore. Monday Night Raw will come to you live from Wilkes-Barre, PA. Tickets will go on sale this Saturday. So, folks, Friday morning tickets in Unicusville and Albany will go on sale for Raw and SmackDown on April 27th, May 1st. And then this Saturday for the May 11th show, the day after Money in the Bank will go on sale this coming, believe it or not, Saturday morning in of Wilkes, in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you that here's where you can check out NXT at a facility near you this coming week. This Friday night at the Venice Community Center in Venice, Florida. Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the Midtown Cultural and Educational Center. Next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Citrus Springs uh, Arena in Citrus Springs, Florida. The Helbert L. Fenn Center in Fort Pierce, Florida next Saturday. And then, ladies and gentlemen, of course, who could forget, right before Tampa, ladies and gentlemen, however, in takeover, ladies and gentlemen, the week before Tampa at the University Arena, CDC Gymnasium in Tampa. Tampa, the War Memorial Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, Minaret Hall in Largo, Florida, as well as the Old National Events Plaza in Evansville, Indiana. And then the 29th, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday afternoon, two weeks from this coming Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, however, at the Egyptian Room at the Old National Center in Indianapolis, Indiana, before takeover hits Tampa. So, folks, also in April, you can check out the Superstars in Atlanta at the Center Stage Theater. Knoxville tickets will go on sale in two weeks for that. And, Chad, you're going to like this one. April 19th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Greensboro Coliseum Fieldhouse in Greensboro on the 19th. So, if you're looking for a good time, definitely check out the Greensboro Coliseum Fieldhouse on April 19th as NXT comes to you live from Greensboro. Now, as far as my rating goes, I'm going to say 1-6. And you know what? I think the main event is going to involve something big here. I think you're going to see Drew possibly teaming up with maybe someone like maybe KO to take on Murphy and Rollins. I'm going to say that's going to be my main event tonight. I think you're going to see something in those lines. I know they don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but I think for one night, I think McIntyre and, like I said, however, whoever it is, however, uh, definitely wants to team up with somebody, however, however, like Kevin Owens. I think they deal with Rollins, however, and also Murphy, so I would not be surprised if that is going to be your main event. But we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, folks, we will talk to you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, what will be another action-packed show. I do want to thank everyone for coming on the show this afternoon, Mr. WCW, the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, the Human Suplex Machine. But most of all, I want to thank you, the fans out there, for listening to us each and every day, and hopefully we'll be hearing from some of our regulars soon, including uh, Tony and, of course, uh, some other people. We have not heard from them in a few weeks, but with the springtime coming, we'll be hearing from them sometime very soon. Anyway, folks, we will talk to you, of course, again later on this week and, of course, next week, Howard, with more action from the Raw Radio Desk. When Raw goes from the nation's capital where we're at right now to my hometown of Pittsburgh a week from today, as we hope to have a very exciting show for you next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, outside the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, the Steel City, the City of Champions, and the City of Bridges. So for now, from Mr. WCW, the Heartbreak Kid, as well as the Human Suplex Machine, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside saying we will talk to you soon and have a good rest of your evening and a good rest of the week. Be safe, be careful out there, whatever you're doing, however, and uh, don't do anything crazy this weekend, especially with the St. Patrick's weekend just coming up, Power, Just use common sense. That would be the smart thing to do. And as we close you out tonight, Howard, John actually brought this to my attention earlier today, Howard, when we were doing the birthdays and dates, Howard. Today's a very special historic day, Howard. So, John, this is for you, my friend, on honor of your birthday this last weekend. He told me that 33 years ago, Howard, that the famous Irish group U2 had a famous song that came out. Well, John, in honor of your birthday and of U2, Howard, we're going to play U2 to close it out here tonight, Howard, with a very special 
special song. However, we thought we were going to start it out with it, but we might play it again here in a few weeks, maybe before WrestleMania. You never know. But we're going to close it out with a good one here. It is U2 with Bono, Edge, and the gang singing Where the Streets Have No Name from 1986. So here is now their famous song, Where the Streets Have No Name, from the Joshua Tree album, as we say goodnight to you from episode 232 here at Raw Radio Scene. We'll see you next week. Have a good rest of the evening, and we'll catch you on the flip side very soon. And now, here's Bono, Edge, and the gang with Where the Streets Have No Name. We have to go on what's called attack alert to get this problem solved. We're not going to do that. You're drawing people in here from Orange County and all over the goddamn place. We're shutting the location down. There is no vote. It happens now. I think we're being shut down.
And that is actually a true story, folks. I just saw the video for that, and believe me, that was actually a very true story that happened almost 30-some years ago. But nevertheless, we always rock on with Bono Edge and you too, no matter what. So until next week, gang, this is the Iceman saying so long, and we'll see you on the flip side. See you soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.